I'll tell you what, man, it does not get any better than this Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Sirius XM, the Dan Patrick Channel. I know him. The godfather of sports radio. These guys are the greatest tag team since the British Bulldogs. What do you think, Chaz? I think that's a really, really dated reference. That's what that is. Don't be a knucklehead, all right? If you're going to do that, talk about Miss Robin, call her Miss Elizabeth, and you're George Animal Steel. Hey, Tony. This is the Tony Bruno Show. This is serious. And now here's Tony Bruno. Ah, yes, indeed, kids. Hello there, everybody. Happy 420 day. You didn't think we let that one get by, did you? Harry Mays, Tony Bruno here. It's a Monday. And it, it is a Monday to us because for the first time during this whole coronavirus shutdown, operation shutdown, Harry, the fact that we work Monday to Friday, it actually feels like a weekend because we don't have to work on Saturday and Sunday. Right. And for most people, you know, the days and before we started doing this show a couple of weeks ago, we were in that same cycle of you don't know what day it is. Because you do the same thing, which is nothing every day. Exactly. Yeah. But, see, we do more than nothing every day. Exactly. Now, at least five days a week, I do yeah. more than nothing. But you went out over the weekend. Robin and I got a Dondar mask, which everybody has to wear now, and it should be that way. It's amazing how they keep implementing things the deeper we get into this. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we should be wearing masks now. I didn't wear a mask on Saturday. But you were out alone, right? Or Sunday. I, w- I went out Sunday for Because a it was walk. a nice day. Yeah. A lot of people were out. All the dirt bikes were running around as normal. Oh, yeah? People are out there walking around. And then there's people out there walking around and protesting because they want to go back to work. And there's people are mad, mad at people who are protesting because they want to go back to work. And that's how the world has become crazy and crazy as what, we are now two months into this. Now thing. that just got extended in the last hour or two. Well, here in Pennsylvania, yeah, yes. Yeah, it's a May the 8th now. May the 8th, you can't go anywhere. Right. In Pennsylvania. You notice they don't want to push it past Memorial Day weekend, except in Virginia, where they want to keep people closed and keep people out of there forever. I, thought I think Virginia Wisconsin, was, too. Did they shut it down? Reason, I like, think it's shut down for the entire well, month the, of May. The governor of Virginia has it like up until June 10th, which coincidentally is the day before their election is supposed to be held. Oh, is that right? And man, no, don't pay no attention to the fact that he wants to reopen it just in time for Election Day in the state of Virginia. But hey, these are governors. They do their own thing. They make their own rules. We're just mere mortals mm. who are here to entertain, inform, and bring quality broadcasting excellence. Sort of like the 30 for 30 for, uh, but we'll get into that. But the big story, Harry, we like to, you know, we don't want to bury the lead, as they say. The big story, I heard Rich Eisen ripping people who are ripping the NFL. I know Rich works for the NFL Network, well, he works and I love for him. him. I know he does. Yeah. But here's the bottom line this is the NFL, which stands for not for long if you can't get your technical crap put together. This isn't us where we are putting together our own show in a, in a wine cellar in South Philadelphia and we're going off without a hitch every day thanks to Joe Krause and Joe C and all the other great people. Who else, Robin, am I forgetting? Well, the people Me. up at Sirius. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, Robin, how can I forget her? The people at Sirius, but the Sirius people are up there in their studio. Right. We had to put this thing together. Did we? And we've been busting our asses. Pat Kinnean. Pat Kinnean who came in there and wired the board and put all the plugs and soldered and did everything. Right. We're not the NFL. The NFL's worth billions and billions of dollars. Yeah, it's a multi-billion dollar organization, Tony. But I look at it this way. Like, this is sort of, a, I guess, a dry run to just see how things were going to work. And you'd rather them have a screw-up now and be able to fix it, work out the kinks prior to Thursday night. No, I demand perfection, Harry. I live in a world of perfection. This doesn't count today. (laughs) 
When I mean, it was a mock. You said you're mock draft light anyway. I know, but the bottom line is this. And listen, I don't, it's not my style to rip any sports league because no. I'm not here for that. I'm here to help the people. But what? <laughs> but listen, you can't even say on. that with a straight <laughs> face. I mean, that was unbelievable. <laughs> come on, Rich Eisen. I know you're in bed with the NFL, but you got 15 jobs. You don't need to worry about. I'm not ripping the NFL. I'm just pointing out that there was a little glitch in the machine. Well, a text from Adam Schefter is what uh, alerted me to this, Tony, about yes. an hour ago. He says, text from a participant on the NFL's mock draft that started at 1 p.m. Eastern. Quote, mock draft today, already technical glitch with Cincinnati's first pick. End quote. Brutal. It is brutal. <laughs> and it's fair to criticize. It's fair to make observations. People criticize everything every second of every day. But I don't work for the NFL. And if I did, I'd, I'd still rip them and say, how do you do this? How do you do a mock draft with all the time that you've had? By the way, this doesn't just fall into their laps, okay? Right. This didn't just, oh, my God. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? It's Thursday. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> how did we not re remember this? How did we not have every single NFL person? We're sending out dress code w warnings to them. Did you see the warnings they sent out? No, I did not. What, for the, for the players? Yes, for the players, for the Thursday night when it really counts. The undressed rehearsal. But there's all kinds of rules and regulations. We'll get to those. And listen, I love the NFL. It's the lifeblood of America. I'm geeking out on it all already this weekend. Are you doing your I'm in full down? geek mode. Are you? Are you yeah, really? it started on Saturday. <laughs> and, I, you know, I rewatched uh, CBS was rerunning the AFC championship game from two years ago with the Chiefs and the Patriots uh -huh. that went to overtime. Yes. An unbelievable game I in love Arrowhead. Those classic games. And Nance and Romo were in the boxes doing the thing like they did with Tiger and Phil a week or so ago with the Masters. It was great. Now, in case you missed the NFL mock draft at 1 o'clock this afternoon, just a, two hours ago as we start this broadcast, we have tape of the commissioner talking to, of course, all of the NFL teams trying to get this baby all straight. Oh, wow. Now, let's go okay. to the tape. Hello, Cincinnati? Cincinnati, can you hear us? How about you, Miami? Miami, you on board? Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder, please report to headquarters. Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder, you're going to be on the clock here soon, so you better get your draft board in order. Doesn't sound like it went too well. That Harry. is not a good connection, Tony. <laughs> I have another reason this may have possibly happened. Remember, what is today, Harry Mays? It's 420 day. It's 420 yeah. day. And you know what happens on 420 day? It usually happens every Same day Same thing now. that happens on 419 and 421 and every <laughs> and other day. And the bottom line is that during this pandemic, one of the things that has been allowed and determined to be essential, in addition to liquor stores, is... Marijuana dispensaries are open as essential. And so if the legal dispensaries are open, you know what that means, Harry? That means sleep gets right back to business. <laughs> and we will be playing the entire one hour and nine minute version of this classic from the past, Harry. I've never, Dope Smoker. I've never <laughs> heard this song, Dope Smoker, but I heard about it. And I heard it was over an hour long. Yes. And that was all I needed. Yes, the entire album... It's one it's song. It's one song. And it's, it's it's one hour and three minutes long. Yeah. What is this? Yes, close to the edge? <laughs> oh, my God. We'll be like Scotty Farrell. We'll just play it underneath the whole show for an nice. hour. This so will put you, you to sleep. So that if you are the NFL and you want to relax and, you know, re-hit the, 
by the way, hit Control-Alt-Delete. Memo to NFL headquarters. Reboot, Control-Alt-Delete. Right? Isn't that when you, when you call an IT person, you work in a company yeah. and there's something yes. wrong? What's the first thing the IT Reboot. person well, does? They Unplug and yeah. plug back in. Exactly. Yeah. Hard boot. <laughs> that's whenever I call Comcast Xfinity. <laughs> yes. That's what they tell me to do. Have I'm you, like, I already did that three times. Yeah. Have you hard yeah. booted the system? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now, I have a question. If anybody knows this answer, because I'm dying to know this uh, Dope Smoker Sleep album. Sleep is the group. Did Dope they Smoker play the this entire song for an hour and three minutes, or is it looped somehow? That's a good question. I have no idea. Like, I know for a fact in the God of Davida. Yeah, that's like 25 minutes or something. By, yeah, by Iron Butterfly. Right. That was all one continuous session. Right. Alice's Restaurant was all one continuous exactly. song, I think, yeah. too. That's, that's a lot. Light long My one. Fire by the Doors, meaning oh, yeah. of dope. That's, that was one continuous. Those were the great middle-of-the-night DJ needs to sneak outside for a, a smoke mm-hmm. or, or meet a, a chick in the parking lot. Right. Back in the good old days when you go to the request lines. How much time we got? Uh, Tony. Ray, Ray Manzarek is uh, just starting his solo. Tony has we, a we story from, from the good old days. We all have stories, Robbie. No, but, but then he got locked out. He, yes. He, the, the door closed behind and him. I and I did he not have get, a key to get back in. get is back that in the right? studio. And the song ran out. And then it went into the, then all of a sudden when you're not on the air yeah. and you're working overnights. Yeah. There's like a signal that goes to the transmitter when there's dead air for an extended sure. period of time. But unfortunately, shouldn't the emergency CD kick in? It should have, but it didn't. <laughs> Those, so this was pre-CD yeah, days. Right, right. That was exactly. my point. Everything was on cart on carts, Harry. When, we, when you when the cart ran out, it, it's, it's it was dead over. air. Exactly. Yeah, we right. had a, we had a producer one time. He was only on the job for like two weeks, <laughs> working a weekend shift. You know, not nobody was on the air, but he had to man like a game or something. Uh-huh. He puts it on autopilot and goes to the gym. Well, the the signal dropped. Wow! And he got that was his last shift. <laughs> I put it on autopilot and went to the parking lot, and then forgot that the door locked behind me. Yeah. You want to talk about embarrassment at four a.m.? Didn't they have key cards back then? No, they no. had a key. Actually, no, you didn't even have a key. You would have to. There was a doorbell. Oh, right. Because there was only one person in the station at that time. And the person who was on the air would have to come out and open the door for you from inside. Mm-hmm. But if you ever went outside and the door closed behind you. And there's you, nobody inside, you're, you're screwed. And yeah. then you'd have to wait for the chief engineer to get the phone call to go down and help you get in the building. Yeah. But it didn't matter. It was 4 in the morning. Nobody was listening anyway. But in the meantime, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Everybody's talking about, of course, the, uh, the 30 for 30, which ESPN does a great job oh, of producing it, all of them. It was incredible. And ESPN, you know, you saw the ratings. Unfortunately, all sports entities are suffering now because mm-hmm. they have nothing live to run. Right. You know, and the horse thing didn't exactly bring the boys all back to the yard. No. You know, it was a gimmick, and they got some people to watch it. But I'm sure I haven't seen the ratings yet, but I'm sure the ratings for this, because everybody was tweeting about it. It was trending on everything, no matter who was involved. And people are saying, did you watch the whole thing? And I didn't watch the whole thing only because – I lived that era. Now, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes oh, stuff. Oh, I learned a lot. Hit. No, you'll learn a lot Yeah, I learned them. a lot. But my point is, if you're – I was thinking about that. That was the 80s, right? The Jordan era was the 80s. 80s and 90s. Yeah, yeah. but 86 – no, 80s that, – that year that they talk about, the final year of Jordan in Chicago. That was 98. 97, 98, yeah. But the bottom line is, how old would you have to be to remember that vividly as a fan growing up. Because, well, I mean, you know, I remember the 67, 68, 76 or championship team. Yeah. But I was a kid. I was 12 years old. 12 was about the time you start, 
you know, getting interested in sports, and you may remember it. Certainly yeah. when you have Wilt Chamberlain and those guys on that team as a kid, and you saw that 67-68 team, you remember it vividly as a kid because mm-hmm. they were a dominant, dominant force, maybe top five greatest teams of all time. Mm-hmm. So you remember that stuff. Now, when Michael Jordan came into the league, obviously he, he took it to the next level. Michael Jordan took the league from, you know, Bird and, Bird and, and Magic. Bird and, and Magic and, obviously yeah. helped everything because they both came out together. They were superstar players. They both rebuilt franchises into powerhouses. But Jordan took it to the next level of it was all about the one guy. Mm-hmm. Even though he had great teammates, it was Michael Jordan became the face of Nike, the face of sports. Everything was Mike. Then it became Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, but right? uh, Scotty Pippen. Uh, it, it, there's a lot on in episode two on. I Scottie saw the Pippen. part where they you know, you got an eight awesome. million dollar contract, and then people are trying to compare Scotty Pippen's eight million dollar contract. It was like seven years, eighteen, nineteen million. Yeah, I think. Although no, to Marco Fultz, who gets eighteen million dollars for one year yeah. for stinking, and you can't make those comparisons. No, no you can't. That's that's, re- that's really ridiculous. It's idiotic to even start making those comparisons of what guys were making in the 80s and 90s yeah. and what they're making today. Trust me. Scottie Pippen made up for it with his contract with the Portland Trailblazers. Exactly And then right. another, what do you have, another year with Houston, and then the Bulls brought him back and gave him more money. Yeah, so, I mean, people crying poor because guys weren't making $100 million then. I think Scottie Pippen, we're not going to have to have any benefit, no, shows. But, but he was the best bargain in the NBA oh, for a no, long, no long doubt, time. No doubt about it. Now, Tony Kukoc, the yeah. 76ers overpaid him when he was done and brought him here right. back in those days. And Kukoc was an important part of those sure. teams, too. So we got a lot to talk about. We'll talk about how sports is struggling. We'll talk about uh, how uh, testicles hurt coronavirus because, you know, mostly guys listening to the show. If you have testicles, bad news for you today. Plus, a whole bunch more still ahead. John McMullen will join us. A lot of news in the NFL today as we get ready for this draft, other than the technical difficulties. We'll talk with John and Matt Rule, Carolina Panther head coach, former Temple coach. We'll talk with him. Baylor, of course, did a great job there. He'll join us as well. We're just getting started on a Monday. It's 420 day. Smoke him if you got him with Tony and Harry. Okay, McMullen is going to call in at 3.20. And then looks like Theismann is going to come on on Wednesday. Okay, because Joe always has his fingers on the pulse of what's going yeah. on in D.C. People already criticizing John McMullen. Is John at uh, 3.20? Yes. I told him all just you to call in. On, he, you he has the number on, now, on, so it's easier. On Twitch who are complaining about John McMullen. Then why don't you get us some uh, some NFL people? Why don't you play producers? And I'm sure you all have connections in the business. John is an employee. He's a contributor. He gets paid a regular fee to make multiple appearances on the program. You know what I'm saying? Like ESPN pays guys to go on there every day to pimp their stuff. People bitch about everything. It's an outrage. Except on this show. This is the only show where we don't bitch about everything, Harry. At Bruno's Choo Choo on Twitter. What's Bruno's Choo Choo saying right now? Is today going to be another special guest of Palooza? Special guest of Palooza? Because there's so much going on. In yeah, the I know. Sports to talk about from last night and the weekend. By the way, there's a guy, Julius May, who's in the radio business. He, he, he tweets me like every week. And he says... Andrew needs to get rid of Philadelphia's 1210 AM current conservative talk format, period. 
We don't need to hear the stuff coming from 1210. Julius, let me educate you on radio. I don't care about the political part that you don't like. I get it. You don't like conservative talk. Guess what formats are blowing up this year? And he wants them to go to sports talk. This is his, his, uh, his answer is, they should just make 1210 sports talk. Oh, yeah. yeah, because we, don't, we already have like four sports talks. And guess, who, which, guess which formats are suffering right now and which ones aren't? Sports talk radio is dying right now. Just look at the ratings. And talk radio, all of them, and, and cable TV networks are up over 100%. Why? Because that's where you're getting the information about the coronavirus and all the political bullshit that's <coughs> out there. So anybody who suggests that they got to get rid of a format, which is one of the only formats that's actually getting any traction right now, doesn't <laughs> understand the business. Come on, Julius. Hey, Jane San Antonio. The only contacts that Twitch twat. Blah. The Twitch chat room has are weed dealers and friends that can get them free Taco Bell. <laughs> Come on, AJ. <laughs> I have all the ratings here. I mean, cable news channels are up over 100% than they were a year ago. Obviously, it's an election year, but the election isn't really the tr getting traction right now because nobody's paying attention to that crap. ESPN lost 60% of its audience from a year ago. That shows you how much of an impact. Free Flyer 54. It's a Bruno off-air rant. Woo! It is. Uh, we need to bring Seattle. back uh, the Coyote. It's yeah. smooth jazz. That's one thing that's totally disappeared. Do people not appreciate jazz anymore? No, they don't. But you know why? Because it appeals to older people. Well, you young folk need to get with it. Smooth jazz is awesome. It's good making love music. <clears throat> the technical. You like the technical glitch thing? That was pretty good. <laughs> oh, and uh, everybody on Twitch, please don't forget uh, share the show. Tell people to join. I don't it's know. Not Twitch. It's well, it's because it, these are all program directors sitting at home, mm -hmm. and you know, we, and we talk to them. I mean, we don't ignore these people. <laughs> Our we mean you people. Jazz equals boner jams for old folks. Well, <laughs> 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 uh, Barry Switzer. We've had him on a man. Were you with me, Harry, when we were in Houston? No. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Ah, yes, indeed. The best part of doing this show is not just all the great people listening on Sirius XM 211 all over the country, but you're also watching and listening on our Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash Tony Bruno Show. And when we go to a short commercial break here, the people on Twitch hear the... It's sort of like watching... Behind the scenes. Yeah, the last it's, it's, dance, except nothing is edited or, or cut out on this show. You hear all the stuff we talk about. You know what I'm seeing? Right. Saying? I tell so, you man. something I learned. I learned a lot from the last dance, but one thing I learned about Michael, right. he likes a Harry Mays pour on that brown. Oh, absolutely. Did you, see, did you notice the glass of brown? It would be filled, then it's down to here, then it's back filled. <laughs> and then I Darren, miss that. And then Darren Ravel was drinking it last night to, to feel like he was part of the Oh, Jordan, is that right? So, yeah. Listen, I love Darren Ravel, but come on, bro. See, I watched it this morning. I DVR'd it and then just, you know, blew through it. Meanwhile, 
Let's bring in a man who doesn't drink any brown liquor or white liquor or any liquor. <laughs> he was not there during the technical glitch today. <laughs> everything he does and everything this show does goes off without a hitch. He's the great John McMullen, who's got a lot of news. He's, he says he doesn't do mock drafts, and that's why I love him. But he has his finger on the pulse of everything that's going on. And I'm sure he'll be listening in later when Matt Rule joins us to talk Carolina Panthers, Baylor, and one of Baylor's best players, who apparently, John, does not want to come to Philadelphia because he saw some online video which makes the city look bad. Is that what you're hearing? Because we're going to ask Coach Rule about that. You know, because Denzel Sims. Mims. Mims, I'm yeah. sorry. Denzel yeah. Mims, the yeah. great receiver from Baylor, apparently doesn't, want, doesn't like Philly because he saw some video online last week. Well, uh, yeah, that's a, well, a couple things I have to correct first. As far as I know, I do drink liquor. Yes. <laughs> that's ramped up. <laughs> only, only clear, <laughs> only vodka. Only vodka because there's no carbs, not brown liquor. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. I see. No, but I still drink brown liquor. You've seen me, John. Absolutely. Uh, uh, so that's number one. Number two, I do do mock drafts. My 1.0 and only mock draft will be out later today. You see what I did there? 1.0 and only. Because mm-hmm. I hate that's these good. people that are in 9.7 of their mock drafts. That to me is ridiculous. The only 2.0 uh, I yeah. watch, the only 2.0 I ever watch was Tosh. When Daniel Tosh does his uh, mocking everything in the world. That's the only 2.0. Is that show still on? Yeah, he's still it on. It's like 11 yeah. years yeah, in, man. Oh, man. Yeah, Daniel's funny, man. He can still do it. Yeah, well, do you do, I, I, do you do trades in your mock draft? I do. I did okay. uh, a, a number of trades, uh, including a uh, little tease, as they call it in the business. Uh, the Eagles are, mm-hmm. are going to trade back up into the first round. So they're going to have two first-round picks in oh. this mock draft. So in other words, what I'm telling you is it's worthless because, let's be honest, that's not going to happen. So they're going to get but a linebacker and a receiver in the first a round. A linebacker and a receiver? Good, Harry. That's exactly <laughs> what they're going to get. But it's not going to be Denzel Mims because, yeah, he can't handle Philadelphia. Wow. Now, we don't know that to be a fact, though, but that's what he tweeted. I don't know who put that tweet together, but I'm sure the Eagles aren't happy with him because we have to find <laughs> that. It's yeah, a tweet I'll, that I'll starts off it. about – you know, how look at Philly, and it shows, like, the Liberty Bell and all the great sights, and then it breaks into all of this violence and people doing stupid stuff. Like, that only happens in this city. Yeah, that happens in every city. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, now, from a standpoint of this, from a sports standpoint, this is a difficult town to play in. I think we can all agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I mean, it just is. But... Uh, people take it seriously, and there are other cities where uh, they're a little bit more laid back, and it, it's easier from an athlete standpoint. But uh, I'll tell you what, if they embrace you here, uh, it's even better uh, than if they embrace you somewhere else because the, the fans are. I mean, they're sports crazy. There's no question about that part of it. Well, John, this is the week where you know, the smoke screens get really thick. And uh, you start hearing, you know, strange stories about, you know, teams, you know, maybe being interested in a player that you kind of thinking there's no way that they're taking that guy, but they're doing it for ulterior motives. Uh, what is one that jumps out to you that you've seen thus far in the last couple of days? Well, I, I think there's a couple of ridiculous fake ones, and that's certain teams looking at quarterbacks. You had, mm-hmm. you've seen it in the past with the Redskins at number two overall. 
Uh, and that's not going to happen. We mentioned that last week. They're going to take Chase Young, and they're going to be really happy with that. Now you have the New York Giants who just, come on. They just took Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and they have, obviously, Saquon Barkley. Uh, so they're going to go offensive line. But they would like to trade out of that pick at number four uh, because there's so many good tackles in this draft. There's going to be a lot of tackles in the first round in this draft. Uh, so they understand they can get one later, uh, and they're trying to get one of these quarterback-hungry teams to come up. Same thing Detroit's doing, and it kind of happens every year. So those are the fake ones. The real one, I, I think the biggest one is, is C.J. Henderson, a corner that some people even speculated would go in the 20s. That, that's not happening. He's going to go top 15. He might even go top 10. That's a real one. Now, John, you mentioned the smokescreen, and obviously the one that I saw today that's screaming out is from the New York, Gi- New York Giants. They have the fourth pick, as you mentioned. Ian Rappaport, you know, obviously is well-connected. So Joe Judge, the new, the new head coach there, says that he's been spending a lot of face time with a lot of players, and particularly Oregon quarterback Justin Herbert, which is obviously the Giants' way of getting the word out that they're talking to Justin Herbert just to make sure that those people who may want him are willing to move up. Is there any doubt about it? Why would you spend a lot of time talking to Justin Herbert if you're the New York football Giants? Yeah, that's the only reason. And the problem with the Giants is the Lions are doing the same thing. And that's the issue. So, And then you have the Dolphins at five and the Chargers at six. And that's who you're trying to convince. You're trying to convince those two teams that need quarterbacks, that want quarterbacks, that, by the way, can probably sit there at, at five and six and take quarterbacks. You're trying to convince them, oh, you got to come up uh, in case the other one's going to jump up. So if you're talking to the Dolphins, you're saying, you know, the Chargers are going to come up uh, to get uh, Herbert or, or Tua, and, and you try to convince them that way that they have to give up extra assets. And in the case of the Dolphins, they have so many picks, they can probably afford to do it. Uh, with not much, with ease, basically, uh, and, and make sure they get the quarterback they want. Because one thing about quarterbacks, you know, people talk about you can wait, but if you really, really do like a quarterback, take the quarterback. Uh, I mean, even if you get laughed at a little bit, because if you hit, and the Giants are a perfect example of this, a lot of people criticize them for taking Daniel Jones uh, where he went. If he continues to improve, and he showed a lot as a rookie, uh, and he turns into a a big-time starter in this league, nobody's going to remember those hits and those criticisms that they took him too early. Uh, If you make the right decision at quarterback, hey, you're golden. And if you really, really like a quarterback, don't wait. Take him. All right, we got to talk about the situation going on in Jacksonville which is really, really getting ugly for, you, you know, Yannick, uh, Yannick Ngakwe, Ngakwe, the yeah. defensive lineman who wants to be traded, who's been openly talking about the situation there. Now he and his owner's son, Tony Khan, are going back and forth in Twitter. Not Shaka Khan. Not Shaka Khan. Yeah. No, his, 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 obviously his dad, Sadiq Khan, yeah. is the owner. Tony Khan is the vice president of operations and the owner's son. And so he's been going back and forth. And then uh, – 
Ngakwe was on Twitter saying, you unfollowed. No, Khan was saying, wait a minute, I'm talking to you. You unfollowed me. So we've got a really ugly situation there. Is there any way that they're going to be able to settle that thing, pay him, and have him go back and be happy in what is now a tattered franchise down there in in Jacksonville? You were talking about a a franchise that's been gutted. Leonard Fournette, they're trying to get rid of him. Mm -hmm. Nick Foles is gone. He's already gone. What a disaster they've become in record time. Yeah, how quick does the NFL move? I mean, this team was. They were in the AFC Championship game a couple years ago. Yeah, they were so close to being the Super Bowl. If you listen to Doug, remember Doug Peterson took a shot at Doug Marone in his his book, uh, basically saying if he was just aggressive, they would have been in the Super Bowl. Uh, And and by the way, I agree with Doug Peterson. Uh, That's how close they were. And now. You fast forward, it's not even, we're just over two years later on the calendar, uh, and they're basically tanking for Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. That's how bad it's become down there. Uh, and, you know, I will say one thing about Tony Kwan, Tony Khan. He, he's probably the most accessible owner in this league, and he is a part owner of the Jaguars, essentially. So, I, you know, Yannick Ndokwe is trying to pull this, Stephon Diggs, but he's taken it to a, a tenth degree in the, in the fact that he's using social media to get the heck out of there. But what Tony tweeted back at him was interesting. It, it's basically, you're not helping matters by doing what you're doing because they want significant assets. You're talking about a 25-year-old edge rusher in mm-hmm. the league, arguably the second most valuable position behind quarterbacks. So they want a first-round pick. And that's where it starts. That's where the bidding starts. And we'll see if somebody's willing to give that out. People speculated the Eagles uh, at number 21 overall. Are they willing to give up that pick? Plus, on top of it, guys, remember, you've got to pay this guy $15, 16000000 million a year. Mm-hmm. So that is a, a real big-ticket item uh, in this league. But there's no question, Jaguars don't want him anymore. He doesn't want to be there. Question is, you got to you got to get assets back if you're the Jaguars. Hey, John, not a lot of discussion about the Dallas Cowboys leading into this draft. Uh, they got one pick in the first round. Uh, what was it? Somewhere around is it eighteen? Somewhere around there. Seventeen. 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 Yeah. Okay. What do, what do you what do you think the, their biggest need is, and what do you think they end up doing? Well, I think they got a couple needs. they they got to revamp their secondary a little bit. And, and Byron Jones, obviously, they lost in free agency. He was the big ticket item in free agency this year. But they also need safety. And, and one guy I keep hearing with them, a little bit earlier, I think, than people expected is Xavier McKinney, mm. who's from Alabama. And he kind of took over uh, for Minka Fitzpatrick, same type of role, same type of player, uh, very versatile plays in the slot, can play both safety positions. Uh, I'm hearing they love him a lot. He's not nearly as as physically gifted as Fitzpatrick was, but a a really good player. And then the second part is is the Cowboys. Remember, Travis Frederick had to retire, uh, and they need a center. Uh, So people are talking about them coming back up in the draft in the early 30s, maybe to get Cesar Ruiz. From Michigan. Uh, Yeah, yeah, from Michigan to be the center to replace Travis Travis Frederick. So those are the two names I keep hearing with the Cowboys. 
I can't imagine they would take Ruiz at 17 overall. Mm-hmm. So in that situation, it, they'd be coming back into the late first round, early second round. Uh, but at 17, I, I think they're going to go safety a little bit earlier than people expect. Great, John McMullen. Last thing, I, you have to follow Yannick Nguakwe today because he is on fire. He just won't stop. Oh, is he tweeting? His latest tweet, tweet storm? The yeah. latest tweet. And Tony's answering. Tony Khan is answering. It's great. Yeah, I go back and forth. I, I can't spell his name, so I can't it's find y- him. It's Y-A-N-N-I-C-K. Y-A-N-N-I-C-K. And then it's N-G-A-K-O-U-E. Okay. N-G-A-K-O-U-E. Yannick Ngakwe. Ngakwe. We did look it up. We did look up how to pronounce it. His latest tweet is, quote, Tired of the back and forth at Jaguars, who, by the way, are not the management. It's the it's whoever's running their, their social media account. Exactly. Right, right. Uh, let's get this, and I'm quoting so I can say, let's get this shit done. Oh, that's what he tweeted yeah. to the Jaguars. <laughs> and imagine the poor sucker sitting in the office running their social media account. <laughs> Why are you yelling at me? He says people are really tough on the Internet. And here's the best part, John, <laughs> is that most of the people on his Twitter feed are supporting him, mm-hmm. not the team. Right. Well, yeah, of course. They tend to, and it, it, it's a bad team at this situation. And obviously, they've given up on a lot of good players, Dalen Ramsey. Uh, but Tony, to his credit, he, he, he answered. So <laughs> if, if you look at the tweets and the replies, you'll see Tony Khan answer. So, yes, he did. Not me. I not mean, you. Tony, no, no. I, I respond to all of my no, tweets. Tony Khan. Tony yeah. Khan was going back and forth with him earlier. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, Tony Khan is probably the most accessible owner in sports. I mean, I could pick up the phone right now. He will answer, uh, or he'll at least answer a text or an email. He's very accessible. So it's interesting that you see typically an owner is going to ignore that. Tony Khan is going back and forth with him. Well, what do you think would happen first? Ngakwe gets traded or somebody signs Clowney off the street at that position? Well, I... I you know, Clowney's issue is he won twenty million a year, and mm-hmm. I, you know, even at the beginning of free agency, that was sort of an outrageous number. And now that we're so late in the process, and from everything I hear, he doesn't want to come down off these outrageous numbers. He's just not going to get the numbers he wants. In uh, Dockway's different because, you know, so many moving parts to this. You have to trade for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you have you to pay sign him. him. Uh, yeah. You got to sign him. You got to get an extension done, which is going to be, as I said, top of the market money for a 25-year-old who's produced. Uh, and, and as I said, the Jaguars—they understand they have to move on, but they're not willing to give you the discount. So it starts with a first-round pick, and oh, by the way, and I have to give him stuff on top of it, whether it's a player, second-round pick, third-round pick. Because of the value of that position, he's really, really expensive in Dockway, and and he's hurting himself by doing this on social media because the Jaguars aren't going to just give him away. We've got another hashtag, Tony. We have another hashtag? Hashtag Free Yan, Y-A-N-N, is trending. Now, is that bigger than Truz Trump that came out over the weekend? I don't know. That's a good one, man. That's a good one. I think that's a poll question. That is a poll question. (laughs) Trust. Yeah, Lamar upset a bunch of a bunch of sports writers. I'll tell you. <laughs> oh. Meanwhile, 
the other story is Mike Mayock, before he became general manager of the Raiders, obviously was a draft expert. Everybody went to him for his perspective. He's on a draft expert. No doubt about it. I mean, there's argue. a bunch of them, but he certainly was one of the best of all time. I mean, you know, obviously you have the legendary guys who've been out there doing it forever. But now, apparently, according to sources out in the Bay Area, that would be the Oakland, the 405, not the 415, mm-hmm. that uh, Mike Mayock really loves him. A guy that everybody seems to love, C.D. Lamb, as the top receiver on his board, supposedly, in the draft. you buy that? I do buy that. Uh, I have the Raiders in their Las Vegas now, remember? Yes. Not, not Oakland. But, uh, the sources yeah, are I still mean, in the Bay Area because they haven't been allowed to go to Vegas yet. Well, right. you can't go anywhere. Right, exactly. Yeah, so, who knows? Mike's probably in Northeast Philly. <laughs> I, you know, he's probably not even there. But... Uh, <laughs> He's at the Summers Point Circle Liquor Store right now, seeing if he can get in a couple of bottles of brown liquor and maybe some vodka for the weekend. Yeah, that's a heck of a liquor store, by the way. It the really Summers is. Point Liquor. Yes, it is. Uh, but yeah, who knows? Uh, CD, yeah, I have him going to the Raiders. So, uh, you know, there, you just mentioned Denzel Mims. I, you know, Mike likes to surprise people, mm-hmm. and there'll be at some point in this draft, later in the draft, he always does that. He's going to pick somebody nobody's heard of. Uh, he just likes to, to to fool with people that way, and, and there's a little bit of ego involved, and he wants to show how much he knows. But I, I go back to last year when he took Cleveland Farrell at number four overall. Most people had him going in the late 20s, uh, some even in the second round. Uh, but if C.D. Lamb falls to 12, I, I don't think he can pass him pass up on him. They, they, the real question is, if Lamb goes before that, then what does he do? And then there could be a big curveball. Exactly. By the way, CD uh, Denzel Mims only has 490 Twitter followers. No, is that, is that real? It says it's official page. Yeah, but he's not verified. Is there or does he have Yeah, I own? don't believe that. If he's know. only got 490, is there the blue check mark? No, no there no, isn't. No, that can't be real. Yeah. But he's got tweets from uh, – he's got all kinds of Baylor tweets linked to it. So I don't know if he has an official one. But he it might says not it's have a, an official one yet. It, it says, says it's a, his, his official yeah. page. Yeah. That doesn't mean he's well, running you yet. can't believe people. That could be Brian Colangelo. Running. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Bar- no, no, no. It was Barbara Botini. That's right. That's yeah. Brian Colangelo's wife. Right. Let's get it straight. Right. Come well, on. wait. Hold on. Baylor is actually tweeting at him and saying that this is. So they're, they're using this oh, wow. site. Uh, maybe maybe Zell- it's a rare young person that hasn't been on social media. Yeah, wow. at zell 5 Zell. So we'll ask Matt Rule when he comes on next hour. I mean, that's how we get to the bottom of this. Everybody can speculate. The NFL can't even get their first mock draft technically hooked up. But we can get our show hooked up every day, John, and that's the way it always is here. Yeah, they had problems on uh, supposedly pick number one. Yeah, that's that's not a good start. I mean, listen, it's happened to all of our shows. Oh, sure. But we're not the NFL. We're just. we don't have $13 billion. Exactly. You don't have thirteen thousand dollars. What are you talking about? Thirteen billion. <laughs> By the way, uh, our good buddy Ice Rink up in Ottawa, one of our favorite callers and and listeners, checks in and says, "By the way, John, can you go up there and do the CFL draft next month?" And uh, and by the way, he also asks. If C.D. Lamb becomes a really, really good player, can they change his name to C.D. Goat? 
If you, if well, you, I don't think I, I'm hoping we can go anywhere next month. I'll gladly go anywhere. I'll yeah. go to the CFL draft, whatever. If they let us out of our houses, I'm all for it. Uh, yeah, I, wide receiver wise, and I'm interested to see, as I said, offensive tackles. I, I boy, you're going to see a run on offensive tackles, like you you won't believe. And there's certain, obviously, there's certain positions. Uh, the NFL values more than other positions. I just talked about edge rushers. There aren't a lot of a good edge rushers in this draft, and that's one of the reasons that might help Yannick and Dockway because there are after Chase Young, the floor drops out under the edge rusher. Now, I can't wait till I go back to amusement park where the floor drops out when you're spinning around oh, and yeah. around. What do they call that to the thing? wall? The hell hole. I used to call it when I grew up. You know the ones where the fall I think the hellhole is a very common name for that particular yeah. ride. I don't I like it. I don't like no. those spinny rides. I was on that at Hershey Park once. Yeah, I did yeah. it as a kid. I don't like the spinny rides. I don't mind massive drops and roller coasters, yeah. but the spinny stuff, The spinny no. ones don't work for me anymore. I, I used agree. to be able to do it. Can't do it now. John, always great to talk to you, my friend. We're getting excited, man. Draft day just a couple of days away, my friend. The Gravitron. Gravitron, they call it. Oh, that's so another good a lot one. of different oh, names. Gravitron. Yes. Gravitron right, to the draft. There he is, the great John McMullen. You can follow him on Twitter, too. Yeah, and we'll have him on again in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll be back. According <laughs> to Twitch. According we'll to Twitch. We're just going to do that for the Twitch yeah. audience only. We'll hang up and call him back later. Yeah. We got open phone lines. You want to call? You got something to say? 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. Get that tattooed on your wrist somewhere. When you get your chip so people will know you are all the time, so you don't have to, can't go out without a mask. It's Tony and Harry having fun on a Monday. Um, the worst, the, the Gravitron and the um, pirate ship rides. Oh, are the, the big swinging pirate ships? The back and forth and, and back and yeah. forth. That doesn't bother me as much as the spinning. Oh, I can't do any of that. I can do a regular swing, but not the big swing. And the reason I don't like the pirate one and the Gravitron, those are the two rides where um, I was on the ride when somebody threw up. And that affected me traumatically. <laughs> Let's just say that. If somebody throws up in that Gravitron, man, you're in trouble. Well, the Gravitron, it, it went all over him because he, as soon as he threw it, I mean, it does, and it like he was starting to choke on it. And then it was. Robin, do we really need that? People are trying to eat right now. It's lunchtime. <laughs> and then it starts the to trickle. Like the, the, the spinny starts to make it move to the side. So the people that were next to him were trying to <laughs> scooch away from him. <laughs> But you're, you're, they're stuck. So as they're stuck, they're trying to, and then the the pirate back and forth. Ugh, that was just nasty. That one, I don't know. That was messier. The Hell Hall is a bar in Mexico, but the best bar in Mexico, of course, is the Titty Twister. In, from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, yeah, the, the greatest scene ever. And Luigi has it on yes. tape on his board. All the different types of titties. Yeah, yeah, but no, it's the one about, we got poo, we got black pussy, you got the best pussy, we got nasty pussy. It's, it's the absolute greatest, on and on greatest, on. greatest Cheech. rant. It, Cheech Marin, speaking of 420 Day, man. We got to play a little Cheech and Chong. Robin, can you come back with a little Cheech and Chong? I just need something good. I need some dope. <sighs> sm and I don't even smoke dope. I don't even like dope. Although you can tr you could probably get a barrel of oil for a nickel bag right now if you had some dope and you wanted to get a barrel of crude oil. 
Let's see. Cheech and Chong. I wonder. Here, these are funny scenes. Let's see if these work. By the way, we have a what stinks. That's another one of the Tom Looneyisms too. Okay, we'll come back with that. These are some of the funny scenes. I but think I want they... music though. Okay. Did, was there Actually, a song? let's go. No, yeah, we'll no, we'll just play the cl clip of that. Let's do that. Because I'll I think come the back. audio works. We got our. We, let's video. go to our war room. This will be our war room, Cam, and we'll go to it and see what they're talking about today. All right. Fifty-seven thirty-five today, Tom. Fifty-seven thirty-five. Yes. You're asking me to stretch it and stretch it and stretch it like Stretch Armstrong, baby. Robin made this a promo. You like no, that? No, actually, mm -hmm. I think that was Conlon or Caleb, Conlon. one of them. They pulled that clip from yesterday. Huh? Tell him. Ooh. Bloop, bloop. <clears throat> the computer has arrived. Look at that thing. Wow. I know. That's like a. Uh, what's the Jeez. What's the one that played chess against a? Uh, oh Russian yeah. Uh, Big, well, blue. Yeah. Big blue. Big blue. That's from what I understand. I have to. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Keeping you up to date, entertained, amused, baffled, befuddled, titillated, aroused. Somebody say aroused. I gotta start adding something. We try every day to add stuff to the uh, to the soundboard here, mm -hmm. but I found a new one over the weekend. And I don't normally <laughs> like record news conferences to find drops. Like if I'm watching a game and I hear something or see something, I'll immediately say, "Oh, stop the tape. Let's pull it off and get the audio sure. or video." But in the case of the audio files, I saw one over the weekend because I don't watch all this stuff anymore because it's just all noise to me now. Because I've learned in the last couple of months that no matter who you listen to, whether it's the White House, members of Congress, doctors, scientists, governors, anybody, nobody knows what the hell's going on. Nobody has all the facts. Mm -hmm. Everybody's just vamping and figuring out whether to shut this state down to open this state up. Right. So everybody's just winging it because they, they rely on the latest data, and the latest data has been dead wrong. If, if, if these were gambling people trying to sell picks, oh, they'd, they'd be, be out, out of business, business by out now. Out of business, yeah. They, if they were yeah. weather people, even weather people are laughing yeah. at all of these scientists and doctors who are supposed to know about this stuff and get it wrong more than they get wrong the next uh, thunderstorm warning. It's ridiculous, So, man. in other words, you're not buying when a state or a governor says that their state is peaked or will peak in a certain I'm not buying anything. Or any, I'm not buying it. I want to trust these people. I'm relying on experts. I'm not relying on... You know, people on talking heads on. Well, news that's where channels. they get the information. Yeah, but no, but they don't. They don't. They spin the information, just like the people who are showing yeah. videos of supposedly Jacksonville Beach. Oh yeah, that when was When it lie. wasn't Jacksonville yeah. Beach, and then you got all these other hacks, political hacks, who post that as if it's fact. Well, that's and they because never, it's agenda driven. Exactly, yeah. they never yeah. correct themselves. No, right. When they get something that terribly wrong, 
And I always learn, we get minor things wrong and we get ripped. And then we change yeah. it and correct it. When people working for the Miami Herald are writing things openly rooting for people to die on the beach, and they're supposed to be a journalist, and you put that stuff out there, and then you, you delete it and then try to walk it back and don't even apologize, and guess what? They keep their jobs. Well, right. And, they and, keep their jobs. And the other thing about that is the outlandish tweet will get millions of retweets oh, yeah. and oh, favorites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then when they come back and the, walk it back or apologize, that gets nothing. That gets nothing. Yeah. Um, and most of the apologies are fake yeah. BS apologies. And also, I love how they take things out of context all the time. Mm -hmm. But in this particular instance, we are going to take something out of context because it's brilliant. <laughs> oh, yeah. We are going yeah, yeah, to take this context. I have no – I really wish I actually – because we didn't watch. We have, We just saw this making the rounds. Have no idea what President Trump was talking about. Yeah, I need some more Donald Trump because I don't have any Donald Trump drops. Have no, I've got Barack Obama drops, but, you know – I don't have any of his drops. But this, and one this will... guy gives us guy gives us audio gold every yes. once in a while oh, when he doesn't even intend to. So I got to start making a Donald Trump page. <laughs> but this one is so freaking brilliant. I want to know what he was actually talking about because how in the world would you come up with this vernacular when you're just what kind of conversation could he possibly have been having? I don't know, but whatever it is, it's going to be in heavy rotation. Yes. If I can find it now, I did load Where it in the system. I got to find it. I just I'm, loaded it in the system before bam. the show. I have never seen more confusion than when he looks at this board. I'm trying to, to try vamp. to find a sound drop. I know. Yes, you, know, you and I are trying to vamp right. as long as possible. Fill some air. Fill I, some I got air. it. Right, right. You got it. I got it right now. I'm in here nine o'clock in the morning getting ready. I'm here six hours before a three-hour show. Don't give me any of your crap. I'm not going to tolerate your crap today, Harry. <laughs> Remember when the old boss used to go like yes. this to tell you to keep going? I got it right Harry now. Harry and I are just talking, trying to make it sound All like right, we I'm know what we're saying. I'm going to entitle this clip, What Did Guys Do Over the Weekend As They Went Through Yet Another Weekend Without Any Kind of Human Interaction or Any Kind of Stimulation? What did they do? It was... Reluctantly aroused. It was hard to get it aroused, and it is hard to get it aroused, but we got it aroused. There you have it, Al. What in the world what is he talking what about? What in the world I, could I think he, he have was been addressing saying? all the poor single men at home and single women, but you know, men norm women get aroused too. So I don't yeah. want to make this a gender thing. No, right, right. It doesn't matter what your gender is. Yeah, it's not gender specific. No, it's Tony. not. So everybody was trying to get aroused, they tried to get aroused, and then they finally got it aroused. Hmm. Were they on Pornhub? What were they on? I don't Brazzers? know. Brazzers? What site? But I mean, like, Evil you, Angel? You kind of, you're like, well, okay, tr all Trump's been talking about is the CDC and the, and the coronavirus. I'm like, okay, part of the coronavirus, what could he be talking about yeah. that's getting aroused? What is, what is arousing Wait, about me, the I gotta virus? Hear, I got to hear that one more time. I gotta hear, and then we're going to get to Jim and Cheltenham, the official archivist of the show. It was reluctantly aroused. It was hard to get it aroused, and it is hard to get it aroused, but we got it aroused. You follow me, Aaron? Yeah. As, as the Twitch uh, stream points out, 91L6 says he's quoting Stormy Daniel <laughs> talking about him, I guess. Yeah, right? but he had to pay 100 grand to well, get aroused from that. Yeah. I mean, you got to pay for that kind of arousal. Meanwhile, uh, let's go to the phones. Let's get our buddy Jim in Cheltenham. He's the official archivist of the Tony Bruno career. Jim, how are you today, pal? How are you doing, Tony? How everything doing today on 420? I'm, I'm aroused, and I don't even mean marijuana doesn't arouse me. It actually puts me to sleep. Uh, you know what happened on this date 30 years ago? 30 years ago today, let's see, I was on my fourth job. Did I start? Uh, which, network, which network did I start 30 years ago? In 1990, you were on the other Philly station. That's right, that was your IP, yes. 
Pete Rose was caught with tax evasion. Oh. No, that happened to Pete? Yeah. And that was long before he was at the uh, forum shops inside at the inside, inside Caesars in Las Vegas <laughs> right where he would sign autographs in front of that. It's a memorabilia place, Yeah, right? it was a memorabilia yeah. shop, and you walk through the forum shops, and there's Pete signing autographs on Saturday for, you know, flats. He'll sign anything. They didn't have to be flat objects no. either, Harry. And you were on that time at, on WCAU in Philadelphia here. Oh. It wasn't a sports show. It was a straight talk show. Exactly right. Do we have tape? We have tape, and they were the days of the jingles, 1990. Oh, I love the jingles. The same bit. date, April 20th, 1990. Well, let's go to the tape. God, some old CAU tape. Back in the day. Bruno in the morning. Oh, savage, you're killing me. <laughs> Come on, it's not that funny. It's Friday morning. It's 840, uh, 7.43. Sorry about that, folks. 7.43. I didn't mean to start you. 17 minutes before 8 o'clock. Pete Rose may face prison now for tax evasion. He's copped the plea. He'll get off easy, probably. Bases apparently weren't the only things Pete was stealing. Of course, we understand now that um, Pete Rose's next bubblegum card will be wearing his number under his chin, of course. And finally, from the Pete Rose joke service this morning... Pete Rose's reputation is so bad now. How bad, how is, bad it? is it? He's like a Leona Helmsley who chews tobacco. That's how bad he is. Seven forty-four. Wow. Wow. Man. Wow, that was bad. That was my borscht belt days. <laughs> Rich and Rich in Oakland and I would go up to the Catskills and, uh -huh. and, and try out new material that's, back then in the nineties. Right, that's where you'd experiment and then exactly. you bring, you'd bring only the good stuff back for the radio show. Same with the days, Tony, when you had one news guy, one weather guy, exactly. one sports guy. And by the way, I was running my own board, so I had this massive board with like a hundred channels on it. Mm -hmm. I would have to go in at the top of the hour, I'd play the CBS News, I'd have to hit it straight up at the top of the hour to go to CBS News. Right. And then I would have to go and get all the carts. Like, I'd have a stack full of cartridges, and I'd pile them up, and then I'd have to load my own commercial breaks. Right. And it wasn't automatic. You hit one button, I'd have to hit each one, and then go to live to the traffic copter, mm -hmm. and then go to the weather, and then go to, to Steve Highsmith with the latest news. Now, was that a fake ch uh, traffic copter? No, no. I, we had a real guy in the drive. We had okay. Captain Bill in the, okay. in the copter. It was real. Everything was real. That was full-service radio. And we haven't seen those days since the 90s. Those days are over in this business. And when radio was great. Exactly right, man. And, Tony, uh, Eagles tickets to 21? Yes. Will he, do you think they'll move up? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they moved down at this point. It I depends would, on who's there. I mean, they got a lot of needs. So. I wouldn't be surprised at anything with Howie Roseman on draft day. I really wouldn't. But don't be shocked if they take something other than a wide receiver. Jim? Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's why yeah. I, I think I'll go with a wide receiver, but some of the good ones will be up before the 21. That's yeah, why, they, they, that's they why could, I thought they may move up a little bit. They could start that run on wide receivers anywhere 10, 11, 12. Well, we'll, we'll, no. we'll wait. We, luckily, we have our, our draft room already in progress. We do? We have a microphone. We have a separate room in the back there so we can keep social distancing here without mm -hmm. having to wear masks. But, Robin, do you have the live feed into our draft room that you had earlier, and then you had it up there. Let's go live and get the latest from our, our, our draft room. We have our experts in there right now working on the Eagles' 21st pick and the rest of the draft, for that matter. Hey, you want to get high, man? That's how they do. They got wooden balls, man. I got a joint here, man. I've been saving for a special occasion. Play on fire, though. Yeah, 
Hey, I hope the drums don't mess up your upholstery. Nah, I'm in a band too, man. Oh, are you? Yeah, I'm a lead singer, man. Ah, oh, that's it. Yeah, we play everything from like Santana to El Chicano, man. You know, like everything. Hey, I'm just a love machine. And I don't work for nobody but you. I'm just a love machine. And I don't work for nobody but you. The size of that joint. And you know, none of that was fake, Gary. That was not fake news back then. That was not. And I love the, I love the steering wheel, which is a chain. Chain, yeah. A solid chain. How about the, the license plate? M-U-F-D-V-R. Oh, S-A. Wow. Oh, man. They just don't make films like no. that anymore. You know how? Classic. How can you not love Up in Smoke with Cheech and Chong? Now, I saw that, but what year was that? God, it had to be 80s, right? Is that 70s or 80s? It might even be 70s. 79 or 80. Yeah, it was, yeah, I know it was back in those days. I was stoned. I don't remember any yeah. of it. It's all a blur, a blur to me now. Hey, Jim, good stuff, sir. Thank hey, you very much. don't forget Wednesday, Tony. Earth Day. Earth Day. That's right. Does that mean people smoke more weed on Earth Day? I don't know. Maybe. I bought my seeds <laughs> yesterday, though. I, I defy the, well, we don't, have, we're not, we don't live in Michigan, so I could actually buy seeds when I went into Lowe's yesterday. They don't have the police tape around. Right. Cheech okay. and Chong's Up in Smoke was 1978. 78. Okay. Yeah. okay, take care, guys. You All too, right, Jim. There he is. Jim, bringing you the latest and the greatest. You know, I, we had joke services back then. I did not write my own material. Right. So they would send you a sheet every day of, like, sure, jokes. Prep services. Yeah, exactly. That, right? Yeah. And they weren't as funny. They weren't funny then, and they're not even funny now. <laughs> wow. Although the Leona Hemsley joke went over everybody's head. I thought the first joke was okay. It was all right. They were okay. Remember, I had a lot of stuff on my hands there. I Bases. was trying to be a host and a guy who was like, I was like a traffic cop on that right. show. You know, you had like 15 people coming in and out of the studio. Business could, reports. Could you do that now? Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? you know who I am, Harry? Do you know? <laughs> We're coming right back. <laughs> Matt Rule, the head coach of your Carolina Panthers, will join us in the next hour. Stick around. <clears throat> I would love to see you. Well, for one, all those people working on the show obviously helps. No, I ran everything, Robin. I ran everything. I literally, when I got in the morning, I would have to go in the back room, get the log, mm-hmm. and pick out every commercial, and I'd have to stack them in hours. And I did four hours. Yeah, that's and I, So I'd have hour wow. one of all my commercial breaks stacked. All four hours on the side on and the table. And when you say stack, for those of you, people who don't They're understand. audio cartridges. Yeah. Okay. Everything they almost look like on, eight tracks. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. everything was recorded onto cartridges. I didn't record the cartridges. They had a production person that okay. did that. Mm-hmm. But every commercial, every jingle, mm-hmm. everything was on there. And every you had to intro, stick them into the cart machine. And I'd have and like seven or eight cart machines in front of me yeah. lined up. And uh-huh. I'd have to put them in the sequential order. Then when I went to CBS Network, I'd have to bring up the fader at the top of the hour and hit it dead on at the zero zero, and I'd go to uh, who was the guy that did the news back then for CBS? He did the he did the Sunday morning show for a, a while and he retired too. One of the great CBS oh. news voices. Yeah, he did CBS Sunday morning. That's where CBS I remember. CBS Sunday morning at what time? Charles, not Charles oh. Carroll. He was on the road banging chicks all over the country that nobody knew about until after he died. It was it was around nineteen seventy. Played the piano. No, also? no, 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 no. I don't think he played the piano. Was it in the 70s? This was 90, Rob, in 1990. He did the CBS Morning News on radio. And he did TV, too. Not Paul Morning Harvey. News. No, 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 no. 50 out. No. 
Um, One caller holding. Beautiful. CBS News, 1990 it's not Morning old news. news host. Charles Osgood. Charles Osgood, thank okay. you. The Osgood Report, the yeah. Osgood Files. He plays the piano. Oh, he does? Yeah, yeah every now right. and then, like right. once yeah. a year, like around Christmas or something, they'd, have, they'd bring out a piano and he'd play like a Christmas song or something and he'd try to sing to it. That's when journalism was real. Mm-hmm. That's when, when journalists were real journalists, not hacks. I remember Kuralt, though. That's when I first started watching Charles Kuralt. He had that motor home. Yeah, now do you know road. what happened at the end of his career? No. It fa- they found out, you know, he was this pure, you know, he was the guy who went to the heartland yeah. and did all these what, great stories. Would he have stories. different families around the country? He, he was banging all these chicks all oh. over the country. No way. Yeah, <laughs> look it up. It became a big scandal, but luckily he was too old, too old and nobody cared. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Well, people are out. One person's outraged, Harry Mays, that I actually ripped the World Health Organization yesterday. Is that right? And FIFA, at FIBA, and all of these, at the IOC, and all of these other corrupt organizations that are ruining sports. How dare I? That's what we do on the show. By the way, there's a new video that's been posted by Jacob Media. Oh, it looks great. This is, I don't know how he did it, but the great Joe Krause oh has put gosh. it up there today. Yeah, with the spray paint. With the graffiti. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't seen it, you got to go to uh, go to at, at Krause Joe. Did you retweet? I retweeted. That? It. We all retweeted. We all retweeted it. it. And it's a guy doing graffiti on a wall, coming down the steps with all the paint cans, mm-hmm. and then he does a graffiti on the wall, and it's a it's me and Harry, and we have masks. Do I have a mask on? No, the guy who was painting had a yes. mask on. Harry and I didn't have to because we were being painted. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's pretty cool. It really Love is the brilliant. artwork. And then there's another one that he posted where it's like a helicopter shot through buildings, and then your logo is up on top of a building in 3D. Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, okay. i got to check that out. Did you see this new partnership uh, over the weekend, Tony, that was announced? I know our buddy Dean is going to love this. Which one is this now? Is this gambling one? TVG. TVG, the okay. horse, uh, the, the television uh, horse racing channel where you can bet online in the comfort of your home. Has partnered with NBC Sports for a dozen hours of coverage each week. Yeah. They're ramping it up because they know it's the only thing that's gone exactly. on. And the only thing you can really bet on right now. Exactly right. Um, the ratings right now for viewership on Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports 2, and NBC Sports Network is up 206%. People at Jones in for content. for horse racing. Yep. And the Derby's been moved, and Belmont's yeah. probably not going to happen in June. And, and they're going to run those races. They're going to run the big races later mm-hmm. in the fall. You know, it's not like everybody's complaining about Augusta because the Azaleas won't be blooming yeah. when they play the Masters if they do, which hopefully they will. But that's the good thing. People want to bet. I told you the revenue in Pennsylvania gambling went up a lot in one area where you can bet online. Online poker, slots and stuff. Slots, and yeah. poker. Yeah, but didn't it go up something like 600% or something No, crazy? no, it was like 25%, which is a big oh, leap. Thought, well, where did big I get leap for that. It says, went down like 100% in, on, on, in betting on sports because there's nothing to bet on. It says here, viewing of horse racing has tripled over last year. Online signups for the new bettors are up. Betting handles at the track's. That they you know that they present are way up. So everybody everybody's you know, betters are gonna find whatever they can to wager on. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so. horse racing is there. You sit at home. Dean, what do you think Dean does in Clearwater? Well, right. We're gonna bet the uh, the draft too. There's gonna action. be betting on the draft. Absolutely. Yeah. Because the one thing about the draft versus like, you know, where they have uh, the Michael Jordan. There was betting on. Well, Michael Jordan mentioned ESPN. You know. 
there was all props on that. But the thing about that that's weird is that a lot of people already know what's in the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like the Oscars. Somebody already knows who wins the Oscars right. because they have the envelopes with the names in them. And so people are sworn to secrecy. But those shows that are already predetermined, you can still bet on those now in many places. But the draft isn't predetermined. Now, obviously, you know, betting on the first two picks, you're not going to get much action on that. Or it's probably no. even money on both picks. Yes or no, will Joe Burrow go first? So it's really not even worth betting on for the most part, right? No, I mean, and we talked about the over-under of the number of quarterbacks taken in the first round is still at four. It's at four and a half. And what's the odds on that, Hank? I thought that was three and a half. Maybe it's been bet up because it has I, been bet up. I think one four, guy dropped four grand to try to win a thousand. Okay, yes, because I think four are gonna go definitely. Oh, in the absolutely, first round. absolutely. So anyway, that's what's going on. Matt Rule's going to join us this hour, but we have a lot of other things going on. I mentioned earlier about the last dance, and we've been talking about it. Man. The one thing about that, and of course, we're talking about things that happened in the 90s, 80s, and 90s. And so a lot of fans that didn't grow up in that era, remember, if 1996 is how many years ago, Harry? 96 to 25 F- years ago. 24, 25. 20, yeah. Almost 25 years ago. Yeah. So you would have had to at least be 35, 10. I'm giving 10-year-olds the benefit of knowing and watching sports back then. Mm-hmm. And they probably were. Because it was a big deal. Yeah. I mean, you knew who Michael Jordan was. You may not know every stat. You may have not seen of every game. Bottom line is, so anybody over the under the age of 35, you know, probably didn't, obviously didn't see Michael Jordan and the Bulls' domination of it. And right. by the way, to me, that was the, and even Kendrick Perkins was on Twitter today, mm-hmm. you know, former NBA great. But he was talking out of both sides of his mouth. He was ripping the modern-day NBA. He, to- he tweeted, Kendrick Perkins tweeted, these soft MFers in, 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 uh, in, in the NBA today, doing load management. So he's basically ripping the yeah. players of today because they do. And, and by the way, LeBron James is part of today's oh, NBA, yeah. is, is involved in the load management. Right. So he's not immune from it. The, the management and the people and the agents want these guys to have nights off, and the fans get screwed. But so he's, he's, he's ripping the modern-day NBA because guys take nights off, and then he rips Michael Jordan for getting too much credit when he didn't have great nights and got credit for having great nights when other guys were maybe were better than him that particular night. So you can't have it both ways. You can't say the old-school NBA was better and then rip the modern-day NBA and say, these guys are soft because they have to take nights off. But I, it's just amazing to me, the, the ego of like a guy like Jerry Krause. It was I sort of reminded me of Jerry Jones around the same kind of time. He reminded me more of like Chris Christie. No, <laughs> I'm talking no, I'm talking about what he did to blow up his team. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like Jerry Jones made it about himself, figured anybody can coach this yep. team. It's not Jimmy Johnson. Had he stayed with Jimmy Johnson, who knows how many Super Bowls they would have won. Here's Phil Jackson having won five championships in seven seasons and Krause tells him this is it for you. I don't care if oh, you yeah, go Jerry 82 Krause was, was and hated in Chicago. 82 and 0, you're not coming back. He was a slime ball, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. Jeepers. Unbelievable. Anyway, so that's what's going on. The bottom line to me is and I'm not going to get it. Uh, Clay Travis posted a, a poll last night and I ripped him as soon as he posted it. What was it? Who's better, LeBron or Jordan? Oh, I'm yeah. like, really, man? <laughs> yeah. Really? That's where you're going to go after that show? I didn't and think it, about LeBron once when I was watching this for Two hours. But I saw another interesting thing on a, on a show that I was watching this morning online, and they were saying that the reason that this was released right now is because, remember, Michael Jordan, this isn't all new footage. No. Everything, everything in this show happened already in the past 24 years ago. Now, obviously, the sit-down interviews and all mm-hmm. the other stuff that's added in there, the narration, the music, that's all produced, and they do a brilliant job of yeah. that. But the thing that's interesting to me is 
Michael Jordan supposedly did not release all of this because he had that he owns all this. He refused to release it. But then you know what motivated him to release it now? Hmm. When LeBron James won his third NBA championship. Because he heard and his people heard that the LeBron-Michael Jordan comparisons at every sports radio station, yeah. even when there is contact, was always resorting to the, hey, the phones aren't ringing today. Let's go to who was better, who's right. the GOAT, Jordan or LeBron. And so we're doing Jordan or LeBron polls today. And to me, there's no, there's no doubt that Michael Jordan, head and shoulders, better than LeBron James. And the other thing that I, I wasn't sure about was I always wondered how did – Scotty Pippen end up at Central Arkansas of all players. How great he was. I he know. Was, he was only 6'1 coming out of high school. But there's a lot of kids like that no, around I the know, country. No, I know, but I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, yeah, but they don't all grow up to be you know, the best wingman in the, in the history of the game. No, you're absolutely I right. I mean, he grew like five or six inches between his freshman and sophomore year in college and turned into a superstar. Well, the one thing that should be bottom line on this there's only one person that ever held Michael Jordan under 30 points. Oh, yes, we do. You know who we that know was, who right? That is. That's Dean Smith. Dean Smith, yeah. his, coach at the, his coach at North Carolina. Right, right. Michael Jordan only averaged 17.7 points a game in his career at North Carolina. Yep. And so who thought? We knew he was great, and we saw him win a championship. Right. But he was not a guy that was force-fed the ball like most hot-shot kids in college or high school. No, but he, he, was, he trusted him in that big moment because no, no the, doubt he, about he it. said, if you get the ball, take the shot. If- exactly right. So anyway, it's fun watching that stuff because yeah. that stuff happened and it's history, and especially now when there's nothing going on. Right. But the LeBron and, and Michael, if you're doing Michael Jordan and LeBron James polls in this day and age, you need to maybe reconsider your line of work. Mm-hmm. Because that is about as, as, as lazy and easy to do as the old, did Pete Rose bet on baseball? Steroids in baseball. Steroids in baseball. Stuff, you yeah. know, the, it's I the summertime. There's not much oh. going on. Let's pull out something that we can get the phone lines ringing. I hated that. It's an outrage. Speaking of phone lines ringing, let's go out to the OC. Not the real housewives. I, <laughs> although he's been around them, I'm sure, and has seen them. Mike in the OC. Tony, my friend, how are you? Beautiful. Now, did you go to the Venice Beach Skate Park to see what they did there? The, the city pushed all the sand. With, they used bulldozers to take sand yeah. from the beach and push it in. And th- By the way, I was there when they were building those. That's my old neighborhood there, <laughs> Venice Beach. So they I put, saw that on your Twitter. They put all the sand inside the skate parks. Right, to keep and the kids yeah. from coming out. To keep out. the kids from skateboarding. So last night or this morning... A bunch of bros went out there, or bras, actually. Yeah, bra. not bros. They're bras. Not silk bra, though. Not silk no. bra. He no. wasn't part of it. Did you see the video? Guys went out there with shovels and Lowe's buckets and brooms. They didn't clean it all out so they could skateboard. They were making trails so they can dirt bike ride in there. Mm-hmm. So they were using it as a dirt bike uh, venue. It's like a motocross like, It's like yeah. motocross, yeah. man. I, ESPN's going to go live and do the X Games That's... Venice Beach <laughs> to have some real live programming to have. How about that? That's industrious. Gone. You're not going to stop the people. No. You're not going to stop the bras from the IE from going out there and getting their dirt bikes. You can't stop them in the city of Philadelphia <laughs> when there's 500 of them riding down the street every day. Now explain what the IE is. The Inland Empire. The IE, uh, the Inland Empire. Yeah. The Inland Empire. Come on, Harry. That's Look bad IE. No, I'm just saying for the, a lot of people don't know that. If you don't know the IE, Harry, you need to get out more. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what's going on down hey, there, man? It's a mess down here, Tony. Have you seen what's going on down here in Orange County? Do you see what's going on at Huntington Beach at the pier? These people are out in force protesting the stay-at-home order. Tony, tell these idiots to stay home. They're not going to listen to me. They're not listening to anybody. You know what? They're taking a risk. Here's how I look at it. If you want to go out and do that, 
You want to go out and do that? Then you, you face, you, you, you know, it's like when you go into an amusement park or you go into a haunted house. They put a list right. of the risks that may affect you. If you want to take that chance and go out there, I'm not against people yeah. protesting. You know, when people wore pussy hats every Saturday for three years, yeah. did anybody say, oh, you know, then they left trash everywhere. Did anybody go crazy about that? If these people want to be stupid and go out and, and do that stuff, then you do it at your own risk. Or as you say, you must be present to get infected. <laughs> I think Joe Krause uses that on, on many of the shows that we do. It's unbelievable, these terrible people in my, in my hometown of Huntington Beach. This is ridiculous, Tony. What am I going to do across the nation with these people? But whatever. What I mean, can uh, we do? Listen, they, the people don't listen to law enforcement. They don't listen to politicians. Oh God, it's awful. And, it's, you know, yeah. hey, if they get sick, it's on them. It is on them, and believe me, if they do get sick, they'll be complaining because they haven't got sick yet. But one guy in Ohio already got sick. He was complaining. Guess what? He got sick, and he passed. You know so that's the I risk mean, you take. You ta- to dumb. me, the bigger, risk here, the bigger risk here in Philadelphia is me getting shot walking down the street. I have more risk of that happening to me in this city right. than I do of getting the coronavirus. You know why? Because I wear a mask when I go out, and I do all the right things. So I'm not going to get it because I take care of myself. We wash our hands. Robin and I only go out when we need to, which is very, very infrequently. Robin washes her hands well. She washes, and she washes my hands, and she washes other parts, too. <laughs> if she thinks something else is dirty, you know, she won't hesitate to get the sponge out in the big, you know, the big wash, wash bag thing you have in the backyard, the big barrel. A basin. The like basin, a, yeah. yeah, the big yeah. basin. People do not need these visuals, yeah. Tony. And, you know, the big scrub brush, and I get in there, I and she scrubs Robin my... Handle you guys. It's her job. I mean, this is her job. <laughs> Let me get the hose. That is too funny. Hey, Tony, real quick on the Jordan thing. Isn't yes. it amazing? You know, we actually lived through all this. These people that don't live through this, and we could go back way back, went to the seventies. But Michael Jordan, you see that? You see that highlight at the sports arena? In that one game they played, they showed it last night on the special. The game against the and, Clippers. Uh, yes. Yeah the, yeah, the Clippers. I had a buddy that was at that game. I remember he said it was unbelievable. But sports arena, Tony, what a great place to see a basketball game back in the day. And you know what else Clippers it was known for? One it was of the best boxing. In LA. Yeah. They filmed the Rocky That's movies right. in there. That's right. And Stu <clears throat> Nahan. Oh, Stu Nahan was the ring announcer. Right. The oh, great Captain so Philadelphia, wait, so Stu Nahan. He was, all, he was also in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Exactly. Yeah. He was a local ABC broadcaster out here. He did yep. the sports for KBC. No. When I got, when I so met, you know, I met Stu Nahan when I moved to LA. I appreciate the call, yeah. Mike. I met him, and I was on the Dodger station, and Stu Nahan interviewed me on the Dodger pregame show. Is that right? All, the whole pregame show was me telling him how much I admired him, and I thought he lived in Philly, but he didn't. He would fly into Philly once a month and do a whole series of tapings because he was a character known as Captain Philadelphia. Mm. Even though he was from L.A., lived out there, and he would come in and do, like show cartoons in the afternoon as Captain Philadelphia, like you see in a lot of cities. You'll see some local right. guy dresses up like a captain. Yeah. Not Captain not, Morgan. Or Captain Kangaroo. Or Captain Stabbin. Yeah, well, yeah. Not, not affiliated yeah. with any of those guys. <laughs> What a legendary broadcaster, and a guy is in so many great things. Rocky movies, you mentioned. He was featured in a lot of films Mm -hmm. because he was one of the legendary TV sportscasters in L.A. We're coming back. Matt Rule, a man who Harry Mays worked with every single week on Temple football broadcasts. The guy I got to meet many times. He'll join us next, the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Stick around. It's Tony and Harry. It's a Monday. Oh, we have dead air. People are not. Hello, we're talking. Ah, the Tony Bruno Show. 
Yeah, Harry, you know, you have to be, a, to be associated with one of the terms that's always been negative in sports. What's that? That coaches use, especially Bill Parcells. Oh, Harry High Harry School. Harry High School yeah. plays. You're yeah. out there running Harry High School mm -hmm. plays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jay Hawks points that out. It's a great term. It's like everybody's Karen now. Women who are dipshits. Yeah. Everybody calls them Karen now. I don't even know where they came from. I don't understand How that. does that get started? I, I don't, don't know. Either. We need to find the origin of Karen. And I feel bad for everybody who's named Karen. I don't. <laughs> does everybody feel huh. sorry for Harry? Does everybody feel bad for Harry when, when Bill Parcells was talking about Rutgers football and them running <laughs> Harry High School plays out there? Yeah, but they're not, like, people aren't using that in general terms of something negative I'm continuously. I mean, like, I'm not offended by the whole, you know, Robin Redbreast kind of thing. Just because you're associated with one thing. But the Karen is, like, associated with all sorts of stuff. I've got a robin building a nest now in my up above my window no way. outside my bedroom. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. Why? Damn birds. <laughs> it's not like it's a woodpecker. No, the doves at night. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, we, have a, we have a sound machine to drown out. What are Things the birds that are in that tree that do all the dumping? That's, those are those doves. Are doves. Oh, they, they sleep up there, oh, and then man. they just drop. Horrible. If you're under that car, man, Jeez. you're going to have to go see Earl Scheib in a couple of months yeah. to get that forty nine ninety five. It's special. bad enough if you're there just for a short time during the day, but God forbid you have to park under that tree at night. By the time you get out in the morning, mm -hmm. your entire car is just covered in bird shit. Mm. And they have one of the... the uh, they put one of those um, owls hanging up in the tree. Yeah, does nothing. I saw it. Does absolutely yeah, it's nothing. It's supposed to scare them away, no. like a scarecrow kind of thing. No. Yeah. Stand by, everybody. Here we go. <clears throat> Apparently, it has something to do with Goodfellas. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Obviously, you know, everybody's talking about the Jordan thing, and it was brilliant. And it's going to be, what, eight more weeks of this, I think. It's two, it's two no, hours it's, every Sunday night. Yeah, there's only ten episodes, right, so, so five, five weeks, weeks. Five Correct. weeks, yeah. Which will get us through the NBA season, and then by then we'll know whether it's going to be basketball or not. Maybe Pennsylvania will be open by then. We don't, we don't, who knows? One guy who's probably glad that he's not in Pennsylvania anymore because of all this. Well, it's hard to be anywhere. Yeah. And I joke because we loved him at Temple University. Harry worked with him at Temple. I got to meet him and go to many functions where he was there with his wife and doing charity work all the time. The great Matt Rule, of course, now the head coach of your Carolina Panthers, who I don't know if he had any glitches, uh, but I have uh, Matt, thanks for joining us. I got this funny story that I just saw. How are you, man? I'm great. How are you? Good. Now, you guys having me on, man. What's that? I appreciate you guys having me on. Thanks. Oh, no problem. So I, I got this from Diana Rossini at ESPN who said that a text from the GM during the mock draft today that there are early communication I issues, and apparently one of the GMs was yelling at his kid because they were on the Internet and he was messing up the bandwidth. Did you experience that? Because we know there were some glitches, and obviously you're trying to get it all worked out for, for the real show on Thursday night. Can you take us through that? How was that mock draft? Because we know even before the first pick of the Cincinnati Bengals, things went wrong a little bit. Yeah, I, I didn't have much to do with it. You know, I was obviously on the call with the uh, uh, I just sat there and watched. So, uh, you know, luckily for me on draft night, I don't have any, like, important uh, – I don't have to push any buttons or do anything like that. But, uh, 
you know, I think it's good. Obviously, we don't run through, and, and we've had a couple run-throughs on our end just to make sure that we're all uh, all set up and ready to go Thursday night. What What has been the biggest challenge for you in this new uh new normal as as they say you know both personal personally and uh professionally well you know um my, my family moved to charlotte on the saturday you know i went to work monday tuesday was my wife was unpacking boxes and all and on wednesday uh, you know the nfl sent everyone home and so um we've been uh, homeschooling three kids in three different schools um online whatever uh you know i'm work I, I, i'm working from home and unpacking boxes so it's a lot of change um, you know, at, at one time, and a lot of chaos, to be, you know, quite frank. But, you know, I always try to remind myself, remind my kids, you know, there's, you turn on the news, there's people who have it way, way worse. And so um, I, I've tried to just take advantage of this time. You know, when you're a football coach, you don't get to sit down and have dinner with your family a lot. You don't take a lot of walks and things like that. Where you're, you know, you do, you know, I do a Cape May in the summer, but, you know, this time of year is a busy time. And so I'm able to have some of those things. And so, you know, personally, it's just been kind of this, you know, new job, new everything, you know, during this unique time. And then, you know, professionally, I think, you know, today was the first day that, that you know, I had a team meeting today over Microsoft Teams with 100 people. Um, there's guys on the team that I've never met. And, you know, walking down the street, you know, I, I would have a hard time recognizing them. And obviously as a new head coach, that's not exactly what you would like. You know, you'd like to get to know the guys and be in the middle of the offseason program right now and really start to build, you know, kind of the, the mentality of the team. But, you know, we're, we're a no-excuses organization, and, and, and we're just going to make the most of this while we have it. Now, you got your job pretty quickly after the, uh, after the NFL season ended and they made changes down there. So how much time did you get to spend? Because Cam's not there, who was the quarterback. How much time did you get to spend with the new guys, free agents, and, and a lot of the players that were there? You're running back with a major, you know, with the big deal signed? Yeah, I spent no time with the free agents. You know, um, the, by the time free agency hit, it was, it was where, you know, hey, there was no, there was no travel anymore. So... You know, we, we signed a bunch of guys, and I, you know, I called them on the phone and, and said, hey, can't wait to have a chance to meet you at some point. And really the only players in the team that I've met are, are you know, there's some guys that were injured that were coming in for treatment. Maybe I'd see them walking through the facility or at lunch, but a lot of our guys are, are off somewhere else, you know, home, training, whatever. So, I, you know, I've probably met less than half, half the guys on the team. Um, so, you know, you just try to, try to make sure that, that uh, you know, as we get into this virtual offseason that we're in right now, that, it's really organized and it's respectful of the players' time, and and they at the very least walk away from it knowing that you know my staff and I are, you know, we know what we're doing. We're really committed to making sure that this is done first class. But yeah, I haven't had a chance really to spend much time with anyone. It's, it's a very, very, very unique you know time. Yeah, getting to Cam Newton. Of course, there's no more Cam Keekley or Olson now uh, with the Panthers, and moving on from a you know a franchise quarterback and a player that's so identified with the Carolina Panthers. Couldn't have been an easy decision. Could you know walk us through that and uh, what convinced you it was the right time? You know, I've, I've you know uh, I've kind of moved on even from all that. You know, I'm, uh, you know, uh, just you know, in terms of even talking about it. I mean, you know, he's such a great guy, such a great player, meant so much here. And same with Luke, and same with Greg. But you know, you guys know how it is. I mean, every year, you know, the things change and the roster changes, and so um, you know, we, we we've done everything that we feel like. Hey, what's the best thing for the organization right now? And and made those decisions, and they've been hard decisions. They're not easy ones, and, uh, you know, I've relied a lot on Marty Herney, our GM, who's been here, and, um, you know, it's not, it's certainly not ideal when you're, you know, obviously making decisions on other guys, too, as, you know, because we have a lot of decisions to make, and you can't even really be around them, you know. You know most head, new head coaches have a mini camp before the draft. So they can sort of evaluate the team before they go out and draft, and, you know, we haven't had that as well, so um, a lot of tough decisions have been made and have had to be made, but 
um, I think we've I think we've tried to do what's right for the team, you know, moving forward. And you know, you also you brought up a Christian's deal. Um, you know, we, we felt like it was time to make a commitment to him to to really have him, you know, be the. You know, he's 23 years old. We think he's got a great future ahead. So we've made a lot of decisions, and 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 now the draft is really the next one that we have to make to really solidify our team kind of moving forward. Matt, everybody knows about the job you did at Baylor, and you have a, a, a stud player coming out, and the Philadelphia Eagles here in, in our city uh, are talking about maybe a receiver. And then I saw that the, he was not happy with a video that somebody had posted, which was a spoof of, you know, welcome to Philadelphia, and it showed all the historical sites and the Liberty Bell. And then it, it, it morphs into a video of people doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And he supposedly said, I don't want to go there. It looks too crazy for me. Have you talked to him about that? What, do you believe that he's not going to want to come here if they draft him in the first round at, at uh, 21? Uh, Denzel, you talking about Denzel? Yes, Denzel Mims, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can tell you this, knowing Denzel, he's, one of the, he's, he, he, he's going to go wherever people ask him to go. He's going to go wherever he's drafted and love it. And, uh, you know, it's something that's unique. And, I, was, I you know, I can't comment on the Eagles or what they're doing. I have no idea. You know, I'm so caught up on my own. But I can talk about Denzel. He's He's a great young man, and he's tough. I mean, I coached him so hard, and he, you know, he put up with me, dealt with me. Um, and he's, he's a guy that, you know, he's played through injury, he's played through pain, he's played through a lot of things. And wherever he ends up, that, you know, the people in that town are going to love him because he's going to play no matter what. And, uh, you know, he, he, uh, last year, Sean Padden and myself, we brought, uh, we brought all of our seniors at Baylor up for a retreat. We brought them to Philly. And, uh, you know, we stayed at the Marriott downtown, and we took them around and showed them a bunch of things in, in Philadelphia. We, they ate at Reading Terminal Market, different things. So, we, you know, a bunch of kids from Texas, we wanted to give them an experience in Philly. And, you know, Baldy came over and talked to them and some different people, agents, uh, I think Roman Oban. Um, so we did a bunch of things just to get them ready for the NFL. And I know Denzel, like everyone else, uh, loves the great city of Philadelphia. Hey, Matt, tell us why Teddy Bridgewater is the right guy to, uh, to start things off on your career down in Carolina. Well, you know, Teddy's, a, Teddy's someone that I've had so much respect for for a long time. Um, you know, my first year at Temple, we played him, and, you know, just a humble guy that all he does is win. People gravitate towards him. You know, he won there. He, he took, you know, Minnesota. He was rookie of the year. took Minnesota to the playoffs, uh, you know, quickly there. He had that terrible injury, fought back, uh, played to loan for New Orleans last year. And, you know what, I just thought, well, what, what a great, great, great player. What a great person. But most importantly, he's a winner. And, you know, Joe Brady's our offensive coordinator. Joe spent a lot of time with him in New Orleans, and especially in a year like this where, you know, there is no, there is no practice. There is no seven-on-seven. Seven. Uh, Teddy's such a great fit for us because he knows that system. Um, you know, he can, he can work with Joe and work with Jake Pete, our quarterback coach, and, and, and know exactly, you know, he's, he's run these plays for the last couple of years. So I think it's a great fit, you know, because of his knowledge of the offense. But as much as anything else, I think he's just he's, – uh, he, he's – He's got that it factor that you're always looking for in a quarterback. Matt Rule, of course, uh, the new head coach of the Cowboys. Not new. I mean, he's been there for a few months now, except he can't work. <laughs> so you can still go into the facility with the social distancing, right? What's the rules about going into the building, you know, in your office? Are you allowed to go in there at all and mingle with other people, get close to anybody? I mean, I know you have to do the six-foot thing and wear masks, but what is the rule for coaches now? Yeah, coaches are not allowed in the, in the um, facilities all across the NFL, and that was a – so that came from uh, Commissioner Goodell, and um, so yeah, you know, you, you know, no, no, maybe IT people can go in and stuff like that. But no, no, no football coaches. None of our personnel can be in the office. So, man, I've been I've set up a little home office in my house, and I've been sitting here grinding, uh, grinding away uh, on the third floor, uh, little attic, little area. Um, I got a nice little setup. But yeah, I haven't been to the office. I haven't been out of the house much other than 
like I said, an occasional walk or to the grocery store. That's, that's it. I, I tried to observe. Uh, tried to observe the quarantine uh, rules pretty pretty strictly. <laughs> well, now I, I see you're you're t- assembling Temple South down there over these last couple of weeks. You got P.J. Walker in there as a backup quarterback, hot off his five great weeks in the XFL. You got Robbie Anderson in free agency. Keith Kirkwood, Tahir Whitehead, I believe, is on the roster. Explain the rationale of, of putting the, the Temple band back together down there. Well, you know, those guys are all really good pros. You know, um, Tahir Whitehead, I think in, in, in eight years he's missed one game. And he, you know, he played really well last year for the Raiders. And, and uh, P.J., you know, he had many, many teams trying to sign him. You know, Robbie's been a, has been a really explosive player in the NFL for the Jets. And, uh, you know, Kirk was, was in New Orleans, was with Joe and was with Teddy, and he knows that system. And you know, all those guys had a chance to go somewhere else, and they were all guys that we felt like fit us, um, you know, and, and, and didn't just fit us because we knew them, but because of what they could bring to the table. And to be quite honest, I think, you know, a lot of them wouldn't have come with us, but they came because, you know, they, they, they knew our coaches. You know, they knew what to expect. They knew the strength coach. They knew Sean Patton, the ops guy. You know, they, they knew all the, you know, all the ways in which hopefully we do things to do them at a high level. So, a lot of those guys took a chance on us and decided to uh, decided to sign with us, and I'm I'm really happy to have that because you know a, a lot of things in this job isn't, isn't just about how well you play, but it's about who you are. It's about the way you carry yourself and the way you do things. Who, who you are when things are hard, and, and um, you know when you've been through battles with people, you you develop trust in them. And I couldn't trust anybody more than those four guys, and so um, I'm excited to give them a chance and and help you know help get this thing built together. Matt Rule, Carolina, getting ready for Thursday night. So. It, anticipating something that's never happened because you've been around the NFL you've been in you know you've been in, in the uh, Giants organization so this isn't your first go round but it's your first go round as an NFL head coach can you ever imagine a situation being like this and and how hard it's going to be going forward even after the draft on Thursday when you don't know what's going to happen i mean they say they're going to release the schedule Matt next month May 9th I on think. May 9th yeah. as and plan as accordingly but do you foresee a season starting on time or training camp or any of those things? You know, I, I don't know. Um, you know, um, obviously no one really asked me, you know, uh, my opinion on it. So I just kind of, you know, just sit there and take it day by day. Um, you know, I think the thing is is that, you know, I, 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 I hope and expect that we play this season. You know what I mean? I don't know when that will be or how that will look. You know, and I don't think anyone does. You know, I think for me I've always just kind of said to myself, you know, I want to start as soon as possible, but 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 not before it would put anyone at risk. You know, if if one life is lost because you know I'm out there coaching, then I I wouldn't feel right about it. So I just have to kind of leave it up to people that are smarter than me to figure out when that is. But I think the biggest thing is is that you know, good teams. I don't care what if it's basketball, soccer, football, NFL, college, or pro, uh, you know, or high school. Good teams win because of, of, of the, the culture they have, the decisions they make, you know, the way that they do things. And um, to me, this is an opportunity for us as we're trying to, you know, build this team, um, this year's, you know, Carolina Panthers. It's an opportunity for us to try to do things at an elite level under really hard conditions. And, you know, my challenge to our staff has been if we can, if we can teach our systems now, if we can be really elite now um, when we're not even in the building with the players, when we're looking at a computer screen, how much better will we be when we're all sitting around and, you know, cracking jokes and telling stories and, and doing it, you know, getting back to the way things were. So that's kind of the way I'm approaching everything. Like, even Thursday night, you know, at the end of the day, um, we have eight draft picks. You know, there might be some, you know, glitches with technology. There might be some things that happen. But all that really matters is that we go get the eight, the eight right guys that will help us win. And I think when you keep that perspective, at least for me, it keeps me calm. It keeps me really focused on, you know, what I have to do next. 
Matt, now the big question is, of course, we know everything's going to be virtual. And so when you make the pick at number seven, your team makes the pick, do the, all the players that you, that you have on your board, do they all have to have a Carolina Panther jersey on? Because how's that going to work? Because, you know, they're going to be sitting at home, and then when they get picked, they normally, you know, the commissioner gives them the jersey with the number one on right. it. How does that work out with these players? Do they have to have multiple jerseys sitting there in their homes as they're picked in the first round? That's a brilliant question. I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> I, 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 I asked my wife the other day, I said, what, do I, what, what should I wear? You know, you, you know me well enough to know that I probably would, you know, normally would have a T-shirt and a pair of uh, shorts on in my house. So um, I was like, do I wear a coat and tie on a virtual draft? Or, how, you know, how do you look? So those are great questions. I have no idea. Um, but you know what? I bet, I, bet it'll, I bet it'll work out pretty cool. And, you know, I've always liked, I've always really liked as a fan. I'm one of those guys, you know, when I wasn't coaching NFL, I watched Every every round of the NFL draft, every pick, I love it. And I always like seeing guys at home with their family getting drafted and seeing the emotion and seeing, you know, everyone around them. And so uh, I think it would be pretty cool to watch all these kids get, you know, get selected and, and see their lives change in an instant. Well, I have the uh, – I have, Matt, I have the actual official dress code issued to all employees from Commissioner Goodell – so they tend to be dressed in suits, as you mentioned, but they don't want to see, like, Brett Favre checking in from home. And they also say, this is according to the NFL, clothes that include explicit language, racial, religious, or ethnic slurs are prohibited. Players are also not allowed to wear items that allude to or directly reference tobacco, drugs, alcohol, gambling, or anything that puts the NFL in the bad light. Political statements and anything violent or sexual is not allowed. I think you could probably get by that, but I'm, I don't know about the players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have much clothing that has any of that, so I, I think I should be good. <laughs> well, what what is the draft situation now with, with your team? Is this your pick? Is it a collaborative? How is that going to work uh, Thursday night for the seventh overall pick? Yeah, I mean, Marty Hardy's our GM, and, and um, you know, that, 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 it, it, that's his realm. I mean, his, his job is to help, help assemble the best team. Um, you know, but at the at the same time, it's my job to provide a vision for you know how we want to play and who we want. And him and I have been working together uh, on it, and that's one of the reasons why I took the job is I knew that you know a this is his area of expertise, but b he was going to work with me. And and you know what you never want to do is you never want to have you know two sides that are working against each other. And when I met Marty, I knew him and I would be on the same page. And so you know um, we've been putting together all these scenarios. You know when when you're at seven. You don't know what's going to happen in front of you. You know, teams trade up, teams trade back, teams, you know, guys fly, guys. So it's it's really uh, it's really one of those deals where you have to you have to have so many scenarios built into your head ahead of time um, so that you can you can make those calls. But I think especially in this, it has to be one guy making the final decision, and Marty will make that final decision, and uh, you know, I'll do my best to make sure that he and I do that together, that I give him as much feedback as possible. And you know, he's such you know, he's a great GM because he doesn't want me to coach someone I don't want to coach and. And, you know, I don't want to start doing something that I, that I haven't made my career. I've not made my career being a GM. I've been a coach, and I want to make sure I keep doing that well. Well, Matt, you're getting a lot of love on our Twitch stream here and on SiriusXM 211. Say shout-out to the uh, great Matt Delgado, coaching on Matt Rule's staff, Bay Area love, and State College area high school representation, folks. That's right. <laughs> we, we got both of those. That's awesome. <laughs> you can't get out of Pennsylvania. Actually, you can't get into Pennsylvania right now because everything's <laughs> shut down, Matt. <laughs> so enjoy it down there in Carolina, and we really appreciate you joining us on the show today. Good to catch up with you. Thanks so much, man. Hey, thank you, guys. Appreciate you guys. The Thanks, great man. Matt Rule from Carolina. You know, people are asking about now, will Howie Roseman be able to wear his NWA shirt or Affliction? You know, these guys won't be able to wear any of that stuff. 
Yeah, what do you think Howie will be wearing? It's a good question. Is he a suit guy? Mm, I, don't think, no. I don't think he goes suit, do you? Well, the thing is, is that you oftentimes see them in the war room and they're dressed in shorts or like whatever. Like a golf shirt yeah, or, golf something, shirt or something. something. Some sort of, you know, so khakis or something. Why should it be that much different now? Yeah. Maybe, I I, maybe I could lend um, some of my fleeces <laughs> that everybody loves on the yes. Twitch stream. Exactly right. You know? How about a master shirt? <laughs> yeah. Is that, okay. You're not, you're not really, you know, you're not really, because CBS has the NFL and the Masters, right. so there's no conflict there. No. I like no products not sponsored by the league. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, so imagine yeah. somebody, you know, some beer company gives a dude a shirt to wear. Yeah. And then he says, oh, my bad. And he takes it off, but he's already gotten a check from said beer company. Right. Remember, they couldn't wear the uh, – the NFL has Be- – are they with Beats headphones? I think they are. Yeah. There, but they also have Nike, so you can't wear yeah. any non-Nike stuff. Because remember, these kids, even though they're signed with agents already and they're technically pros, right. especially the guys that we know are going to be first-round picks, can they, they can't wear like a sponsor deal. Because it says here, no non-NFL nope. sports. So you can't wear your Masters shirt yeah. there. Right? Oh, man. So you wow. can't wear anything Jeez. with no, no now, non-NFL sports. Is this sport. for everybody or no, just this for, is the for the players? players. Just okay. the players. The players. Yeah. The players. They, I think they assume that the uh, the general managers and the owners will be reasonably dressed. And the commissioner. What do you think the commissioner is going to wear in his basement up there in, uh, in New York State? Well, now he always comes out in a suit. Yeah. He's not going to be wearing a suit You in don't his think house. so? I don't you know. He's, he's the commissioner wear, of the league, Tony. He's going to wear open collar, Harry. You can't wear a suit and tie. Why not? Why not? It just he's, doesn't he's look He's a pretty right. buttoned-up guy. We may have to yeah. have – here's another prop. Here's some more gambling props. What's that? Oh, what, he's going to be will wearing? Will Roger Goodell yeah. go button-up, or will he go open collar? These are important questions that need to be asked and answered because <laughs> we demand answers here, Harry. Even Matt Rule, I mean, how about that question? Who's Mike Delaney? That's Mickey Delaney. That's, Mickey that's Robin's Delaney. number one uh, groupie. Harry, you I do see, not know how the draft works. It's an outrage. What? I see Aaron in uh, Aaron K. Ottawa. The virtual Canadian Football League virtual draft dress code is head-to-toe denim. I was asking Rule how, how it's going to work for them. If it's exactly. his draft pick exactly. or if it's a collaborative for the GM. And then he explained how the GM and yeah. he are on the same page. I think those were brilliant. So. We didn't even write any of those no. questions down. We don't have people writing us lists of questions to ask. This is all this is all organic. This is just flowing. This is called going with the flow. What's the next obvious question that needs to be asked? Isn't that how it works, Eric? Yeah. How about the tuxedo t-shirt? You think somebody pulls oh. one of those? I could see somebody idea. pulling that one. I absolutely <laughs> the could. Tuxedo t-shirt. Play action real checking in with that. Yeah. One. The tuxedo t-shirt. What else are big t-shirt? Because t-shirts are huge right now. How about a Tony Bruno show T-shirt? They if you send one of those out, they couldn't wear because that. Because it's non-NFL. That's non-NFL. I mean, I know you were on the Madden. I know you were on the Madden game. How about how about my picture from the back of Madden 05 on the box itself mm-hmm. on a T-shirt? Now, who were on the covers of those? That three was Ray years? Lewis was on on 05 on the cover. Okay. My picture was on the back. Right. But that was the only year my picture, any picture, was on the back. Yeah. Mm. I'm the only person who's ever appeared in the game whose picture was on the back. Put that in your trivia quiz and, yeah. and answer it. Smoke it. Whatever you want to do today. <laughs> we need some good 420 songs between now yeah, and we'll the end Yeah, we'll come back with any requests. If you have any special yeah. requests, and if you have like to ask a question, it's 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. We'll have some updates to get to also today. A Walmart update, a Facebook update, and a Balls update. That's all still ahead. 215-462-TONY. That's the number. It's 
Tony, Harry, Miss Robin, the whole gang here getting you ready for the draft on a Monday. <clears throat> Tony, you do realize Madden 05 was 15 years ago, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. So talk, if you talk to any Madden aficionados, they still say that that was the best year. Even though technology's improved, they say that that was the best game. Well, it's debatable. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm going to say it is, but I may be a little biased here. <laughs> you know, the technology about what they're trying to do with this. So everybody that's technically would have been in the war room, they're all like doing a Zoom conference or something, right? I'm yes. assuming that they're or yeah. something equivalent. Right. And they all have cameras on them, mm -hmm. maybe through that same. Yeah. What, what is the official video conferencing yeah. partner of the NFL? I, don't know. I mean, hasn't you know Microsoft and you teamed know some, up with them? You know somebody's going well, to be able to. Well, you know, on the on the on the sets of all those NFL shows, they all have the Microsoft. Microsoft. Uh, yeah. What is that thing called now? Yeah. The blue, the one that uh, Belichick threw. Oh yeah. When he exactly. got so pissed. Now they have a the name. Chiefs. The Microsoft something. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what it is. Pat Egan used to have one back at the old stage. No, the NFL obviously was in bed with it. I think Bill Gates went in there and then stroked everybody yeah. during the break so they could make sure they have the Microsoft logo in there. Somebody will know on Twitch what they call it. That little uh, tablet. Windows Surface. That's what it's called. Microsoft okay, yeah, Surface. Yeah. And I didn't even have to look. Nobody even gave me that. Yeah. That just came right in here. I like, bam! I got that when, signal. When when Kansas City tied the game up to go to overtime, how <laughs> Belichick took his and just chucked it. it. It was damn awesome. right. MP Roach zero one. Yes, I did get that, and it was it was funny. Although I believe it was fake, it was a fake broadcast. So when what's it, that? Um, MP Roach zero one said, "Miss Robin, did you get the clip I sent with a guy in live broadcast when his son came in?" Oh, that was fake. It was a fake. The one on the BBC. Yeah. Did you see that one? Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. was fake. It was a fake broadcast. Uh, Everything's fake now. No, the, the BBC chick was real, but the guy that she was supposedly interviewing on live TV was, right. was recreated. And his son was like 15, Yeah, it 18. was a video. Personally, apparently the person on the BBC was, asked, was talking to a guy whose son walked in, mm -hmm. and then she says, oh, that's real nice. Your son comes in, and then when they go to the guy on the, on the other end, he's like, he's dropping all these F-bombs. You get the hell out of here, you know, and then. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Tony talks about Madden 0506 like Danny Bonaducci still talks about the <laughs> Partridge family. Well, what else that has he done outrageous. since then? You know, have a bunch of radio jobs. and Dude, he's had like 20 morning show gigs throughout That's the country. That's amazing. Yeah. Who's ripping me about my stupid Madden 05? 91 Sixers? 91ers I don't even think Danny Bonaducci talks about the Partridge family. I don't no. think there's anybody old enough to remember the Partridge family. <laughs> oh, music, 420 music. I have, um, which one should I play? Uh, do you see up on the screen? Play some uh, Afro uh, Man, and then want, I got do high. You the, do you want the Afro Man? Yeah, we got to play Afro That's Afro your favorite That's one. That's a staple. It? It's yeah. not my favorite. No. But you know who else? So what's the other one? Um, hits from the Bong. Oh, yeah. Well, that's Hit, Cypress Hill. Cypress yeah. Hill hits from the Bong, Robin. Crank it up. Well, and insane in the brain, insane or insane in, in the, the membrane. membrane. Yeah. Take it. Not puff the magic dragon. Weed Come with on, really. Uh. Welcome back to 
The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Ah, yes, indeed. Having fun, as always. Yeah, give me a little 420 music now, Robert. Come on, crank it up. You gotta go Cypress Hill, Mount Rushmore of weed songs oh, yeah. on 420, right? Yeah, the water in the bar, huh? I miss the days doing late night radio and having people actually call in and do live bong rips oh, on yeah. the air. I mean, you got smoked two joints by Sublime. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many. I, I love the I love the 420 Christmas album too, when all the pothead dudes who wrote all these songs do Christmas songs. Uh, they do. Well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, everybody has to have a Christmas album. It doesn't matter whether you're well, Catholic, religious, or anything. Singing with the Stu Nods. Didn't we have a Christmas album? Yes, we did. Yes, yeah. you did. We it bring will be released back. again this fall. Oh yeah. And it'll be we readily mi- available. We might have to do Christmas in July, Tony, <laughs> if there's no sports. Well, well Christmas people be are hoping for volume number two to mm. come out. Well, you know, the great Jim from Cheltenham has produced many CDs right. and DVDs right. that we may have to reissue. You know, just put a new label on it. We'll mm-hmm. get a new... You can buy those, just, what do no. you call it, those cases? What are they called? Jewel the, cases. The jewel cases that Robin made me throw away. No, here's what we do. We just say it's digitally remastered. Exactly. That's there what you do. You yes. know, it's like Jimmy Page went into the to the recording studio and remastered the tapes. Beautiful. You and then got they right reissue there. a Zeppelin album from 73. Exactly. And they make more money. It's genius. It is genius. It is. And Joe C can get at the ones and twos and maybe mix in some stuff in the background. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Joe, what's your favorite uh, 420? And I know you're not a, you don't partake. I don't believe, do you? I think he likes the Black no. Sabbath song, "Sweet Leaf" by yeah, Black Sweet Sabbath. Sweet Leaf, yeah, Sweet Leaf. That's pretty good. He made a nice tea too, you know. Yeah, right. Too much caffeine though. You got to cut down. Anyway, but uh, the the bras, I'm telling you, man, it's a big story. People don't know what they did in Venice Beach, in my old neck of the woods. Hired by they got that sand out, and those dudes are in there mm-hmm. doing their thing. And they're making it skatable again, too. Not just the guys with the motorcycles. Now the bras are out there sweeping all that sand that the, the, the uh, front-end loaders pushed in there. The bulldozers right. pushed in. You can't stop the utes. You can't stop the utes. And you can't stop the music also. <laughs> wow. By the way, you see now, as we know, people know, like in this state of Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, New York, and New Jersey have been really hard hit. And people are just going out. They're not even going to organize protests for the virus to spread in this town. People just go out and do whatever the hell they want. So while we knock all the protesters out there not wearing masks, guess who else isn't wearing masks? Tons of other people. And now they made it a law 8 p.m. last night. So now in Pennsylvania, you can't get owned to any open business right. without a mask. That makes sense. Oh, well, also, the state will not even think about reopening in Pennsylvania until May the May 5th. The 8th. May the May 8th. May the 8th now. But I just got word that Tennessee, the state of Tennessee, is yes. officially opening back up on April the 30th. April the 30th? April the 30th. Well, that's, the, that's supposedly sense. the end of this one-month er- period. Right. But it says they people... will not extend the stay-at-home order past April okay. 30th. They're already locked down until then. Right. But right. It won't go that makes sense supposed because to be. Tennessee doesn't have as – it's not as – There's not as many cases down there. There's not as many cases. Again, yeah. but, you know, you're going to have people who are going to argue on both sides. And that's a, this isn't a two-side issue here. You know – the bottom line is, in states where there aren't a lot of cases, everybody goes out, 
and you don't touch anybody, and you you, you can't go on a golf right. course now. The golf courses are finally lifting the restrictions in many places. Not here. No, they are in Pennsylvania too. I'm hearing golf. Not every place, but they're actually. Oh, by marinas. If you have a boat, yeah, and you're down near the shore, you can actually go on your boat now. Oh, you can. So they're starting to lift it up. Well, that's easily. new, because yeah, because that must have been this weekend. Yeah, it was. Yeah, okay. Um, I had a lot of people sending me pictures. They were walking on the jetties down the beach. They were now, you have to be beach. careful with that. Did you hear about the couple in uh, Australia? But that's who, different. They're crazy down no, there. Yeah, Australia. No, so this couple posted some photographs on their Facebook page that they had been on vacation last year. They finally got around to posting them. Mm-hmm. They got a fine. They got a, they, they got a equivalent of about a $1,600 fine because the police said that and thought that they had posted that of that weekend. And they're like, no, this was last year. And by the way, I how, want to congratu- how crazy is that? Based upon a Facebook photograph, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. By the way, the uh, that might be fake. I news. want to congratulate no. the mayor of New York City, the which is primarily zone number one as far as the most place, the most cases in it's the entire the country. Yeah, it is yeah. the epicenter. And remember, the big thing now is let's open, let's get people out of jails because we don't want them. You know, getting coronavirus in jail. Mm-hmm. Fifty prisoners who were released from Rikers Island recently have not only left the jail; they've already gone back and committed crimes. Yeah. At least fifty people from Rikers Islands not only got back out and one got loose, they went out and committed another crime. And so, if you want to, if you want to praise these people for trying to do the right thing, you're, the bottom line is no one is showing you or telling you who these people are. Everybody's using the excuse that, oh, uh, somebody that got caught with a nickel bag 30 years ago mm-hmm. shouldn't be in jail. Of course not. Right. Guess shouldn't what? They're not. Jail. They're not anymore. They're letting those people obviously should right. be out. Well, you got people committing armed robberies, and you're saying, you know, he's, he, I don't want to take a chance leaving him in jail. Bill Cosby, meanwhile, is on his deathbed. They won't let him out of jail. <laughs> What's he going to do now? Who's he going to? Who's whose drink is he going to spike now? He's like 85 years old, for God's sake. It's just ridiculous. The inconsistency. It's inconsistency that bothers people. There's no rhyme or reason for anything, Harry. No. Even the experts don't have a clue. I agree. I no. get they're supposed to get, they use information and they use stat- statistics. And but they the still statistics get it wrong. have been wrong. The models have been wrong. Exactly. Right? The only models I are, that always get it right are the Instagram models, Harry. They are consistently strong for the most part, from based on what I've seen, according to people that I know that follow, uh, which are primarily athletes. Right. Because the Instagram models know. You don't need to go hang around outside the stadium anymore wanting to meet athletes. You just go on Instagram, and it's like throwing peanuts to pigeons. It's like throwing seeds. It's like throwing, you know when you go to a park, and they've got the, the, the big koi ponds, and you put a quarter in, and you turn the dial, and you get a little bunch of pellets in your hand, and right. you start feeding the fish? Mm-hmm. That's what Instagram is for athletes. <laughs> But did you the see? Instagram models are the fee that you put the quarter in and get, and the athletes are the ones that all come after them. Did you see over the weekend, we did get some good news in Pennsylvania, Tony. Is this breaking news, Eric? Well, over the weekend it was, yeah. Pennsylvania will reopen some liquor stores for curbside yes. service. Yes, And they tried to do the online ordering thing, and it was an disaster. Well, yeah, that was a disaster. disaster. No, you order it, and then you have to order between like 9 a.m. and noon. 9 a.m. and 1 p.m., Monday through Saturday. Okay, so you A call. limited number of stores will take orders by phone, and then they'll put it out. You go out and just pick it up on the curb. You don't even go in. So then I could be waiting... I could be waiting outside right. and pretend and then jump somebody and take their Tritos Vodka away from them if I want to. 
at gunpoint. Don't you be taking my Tito's. Everybody's going to have masks on. <laughs> you don't think that stuff's going to happen? Did you see that Tito's mask that we were sent on yes. Friday? Yes. Yeah, i got to get one of those. That's I'll good. wear it on the it's air. Good product. I need a damn Tito's mask. You should be selling that on our website. Exactly. <laughs> the official vodka. Well, not yet. We can't yeah, officially endorse it yet. Although we do drink it, and we still have a bottle here. Where happened to the like bottle? It. We would like Who it. Who took the damn Tito's it's bottle right away? It's right up there. It's above oh, your it's head, for there. goodness Jesus, sake. Jesus, I don't want anybody coming down here and stealing my stuff. I didn't take the it. The toilet paper's missing. Would we have- I would be the first person you'd look at <laughs> if somebody stole the Tito's, or the stateside for that matter. And by the way, finally, Harry, the other big story this morning is that t- starting today, all over the country, you must wear a mask to go into a Walmart. Mm. I've been wearing full hazmat suits whenever I go into a Walmart. I've never been in a Walmart. (laughs) Are you serious, Harry? I'm serious. Not even ever? Ever? No. No. Wow. No. You're you're, you're not. Tell me you're not serious. Yes. I hate to do it to you. I'm serious. I hate to do it That's impressive. It is impressive, isn't it? i got to give you one of those. We haven't given one of these out today, Harry. But let me be the first. Okay, next tier up. Target. Have you been into I've been in Target. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You've never been in a... You know... The first time I went into a Walmart was in the South. That's yeah, where they were, North Carolina, right. all those mm-hmm. places. And they're like palaces down there. Oh, I know. You can eat off the floors. Wait, we have a great comment on the Twitch stream. TMCD215 <laughs> says, I bought an orange jumpsuit. If I get stopped on the turnpike, I'm just going to tell the trooper wolf, just let me out. I'm going fishing. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> So we're all going through this. I haven't seen my guy, my grandson, who was born in I January. That's I haven't tough. seen my mom, who's now not that far away. But I don't go to her or my sister's house. So we're all going through this stuff. You know, I'm not better than anybody else. All these celebrities are sitting in their mansions crying about, yeah. oh, my God, those poor, those idiot people are out there on the beach. Yeah. They don't have to do anything. They have people waiting on them. Give but, me a break. I don't want to hear your crap. But then they tell us we're all in this together. Yeah, right. I am sick of that. I am. I, I'm telling you, I'm done with. We're but all are in you this beyond together. sick? Are you? Uh, I mean, all honestly, the are you only, pissed off? Are you? No, the only not there yet. People that we're in it together with are these people right, right here in this room. Exactly. You, we need to rely on each other to be safe. Yeah. I got to hear Tiger Woods tell him, tell me to stay home and we're all in this together. Meanwhile, he's going to medalist club or he walks out his back door and he's got four holes of golf and a yacht. I, I wonder if he's Jim not Nance, in it with me. I wonder I got if Jim Nance you. is back on his own uh, putting green in his house at, at Pebble Beach. It's got to be clear from that oh, right yeah. now. That's the, that's the only hole that's, uh, that's open mm-hmm, yep. at Pebble Beach. Well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well. <laughs> don't, don't go there with me there. <laughs> I just put a Pro-V on a T for you. <laughs> you better get that Tommy Armour out and hit it. I am. I'm going to start swinging the persimmon driver right down yep. my street and see what happens. Yeah. Wow. How are you in the upper 1%? What what's, what is that? That means you make like what more than a hundred thousand. Hell no! Year. Just wanted to check. What? Okay, I just wanted to check. <laughs> who's a, so that's who's the asking? Bernie Sanders. <laughs> By the way, uh, did you? We got to give it up to Shake Shack. Did you see what they did today? Yes, uh, I that's saw them in the, in the news, but I didn't see the what CEO they did. The CEO of Shake Shack says, "I don't want the tent because you know all these businesses." are getting loans guaranteed from the government so that they continue to pay their employees sure. while they're shut down. And they're right. kind of like a grant loan because they right. they don't necessarily have to repay it as long as they keep their employees on. Exactly. And so right. they had gotten a $10 million loan, just like everybody else. They applied for it. And then they realized, they said, you know what? We're giving the $10 million back because we 
we're a very large company. We're still very comfortable. We actually don't need this. So mm. give we it to a mom and pop yeah. who wow. need it more. The smaller businesses out there who aren't getting this kind of money, many of the smaller businesses aren't getting anything right now. Well, that's a pay-it-forward type of thing. Absolutely. That's, no, that's, that's right. Gonna, that's going to come back yeah. positive yeah, for it's them. Gonna get, awesome. It's great Absolutely. positive PR. People say, yeah. I remember Steak, steak, uh, steak Shack. And they're shake, all shack. Shake, shake Shack. Shake Shack. Yeah. Not Steak there and Shake. There was Steak and Shake, though. Well, they're in Indianapolis, <laughs> and I love Steak and Shake. <laughs> If you ever go to it, and they're not just in Indianapolis. That's, that's, not, the first a, that's time. not a morning show, Steak and Shake, is it? No, no, no. no. That's Steak and Bake and Shake and Wake. All those shows. <laughs> How many Shake and Bakes happened this morning or Wake and oh. Bakes, Harry? Anyway. Some are happening right now, I'm sure. It's 5 o'clock here. What, what 2 o'clock West Coast? Exactly. There, there's a silk bra waking up right now, baking. By the way, I'm gonna after the show, I'm going to put online what I will trade for a barrel of oil. Do you see the price of oil actually at one point went to minus $1.43? It's, it's incredible. Which means that you could go to a gas station, give them 77 cents just to pay for the tax, and then get all the free gas you want. Wow. Can we do what the airlines did and do, like, buy future oil? We can go if you get a tanker. Sure. We can go fill up right now. We're coming right back in the next hour. Join us. We'll have more fun, more phone calls, more of the good stuff all wrapped up into one. Stick around with us. Yeah, if we could do what Southwest Airlines did, buy future gas. Yeah, but they don't actually take the gasoline then. They just pay the price up I know, the they just pay front. the price yeah. up front. We need to figure out how we can do that so that then. Well, if you have a big, like, for example, AJ, he has a big tank in his backyard. You put 250 gallons in there, well, and you can fill it up for, you know, for almost nothing. Not in Pennsylvania, because Pennsylvania has the highest gas taxes in the country. That's true. 77 cents of every gallon. That's why even if gas prices were zero... We would still they could be never be a dollar. It's like the the uh, Pennsylvania sugar tax. When the uh, soda was on sale for uh, yeah, I used to post the yeah. pictures all the time. I would say the 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 two liter so bottle of soda was on sale for ninety nine cents plus a dollar eight soda tax. So the tax was actually more than the product itself, and they would they would put that in all the supermarkets. And I take pictures of it and like, yeah, that's real good. We can refine it. I'll start, we have a refinery that they're shutting down. Oh, here's a good. There's novelty face masks now. Obviously, they're going. You were just talking about the um, the Tito's, Tito's vodka one, but there are all sorts of novelty face masks that are being ranked now online. Well, all the teams are doing them, which is good because what is this? What does that say? Essential AF? Yeah, so this is essential. What was the one in front of it, Robin, that the, had a longer oh, text? Oh, yeah, yeah. This one was really long. Don't do wifey shit for a blank boy. I don't get that one. Whatever it is, is <laughs> here's one for you. Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. But it, what does it say at the bottom? I don't know. Have a terrible day? I don't know, Robin. I don't know. I'd like to kick that guy in the face, though. I'll tell you that right now. Memeist, memeist? No, don't like that. So we have nobody. We don't have any guests in the five o'clock hour, right? No. Or do we? Nope. Open phone lines. Okay. So all these people bitching about too many guests. Yeah. This is your hour. We do have tomorrow, though. We have a fun day. We have. Yeah, well, I'm not um, worried about tomorrow. We got it. We got to focus on the task at hand, Robin. I know. You got to take it one hour at a time. Here we go, boys. One segment at a time. One segment at a time. You'll get your first. Shoot. Welcome back to the
The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Ah, yes, indeed. We're all not in this together because we're in our basement, the wine cellar. You are wherever you are, and wherever you are, I hope you're safe. Because if we were all in this together, then celebrities would be sending us money because we are essential services when they are not. Hmm. Because, you know, and it's not their fault either, but they have enough money to be able to... Uh, to get through this, I think. Did you watch, I, I forget what it was called. I think it was Saturday Night. The music thing? The with music all the, yeah. thing. Yeah. Did you see the Stones? The only thing I caught was the Rolling Stones. A buddy sent me a text, said, hey, the Stones are on ABC. I saw Elton John, and he was horrible. He was? Oh, well, it's, horrible. It's hard to be good. I know it is, but yeah. he, when he's playing, no, normally, you know, if you play yourself, which he does, right. he was just playing the piano and singing, but he was a little off. Yeah. He didn't have a band with him. He didn't have other people in another room singing. It was just him. Well, yeah, there's no producer altering the voice exactly. and making you sound good. Well, but no, he He's normally good. You know, like Billy Joel can sing without enhancements and stuff and sound good at a piano. I'm just saying that the clip that I saw of Elton John did not sound good. But, but that's not I'm not taking anything away from him. He's out there doing stuff, hopefully, to raise money. They had the four Rolling Stones, right. you know, in, in their boxes, right? Yes. All in their oh, respective so they're all places. separate. They're oh, yeah, not they're, they're okay. all separate. And uh, Charlie Watts, the drummer, uh-huh. who I believe was down in the lower right-hand corner. He was air drumming. He didn't even have drums. Are you kidding me? No. He had sticks like you, like Tony. I do. Who does he just, think I am? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought of you. How could how he's, can he's just going there going? So were they lip syncing? I don't and I'm, that made me think that everybody else is, is Yeah, you know, there's no if he's not playing too. then everybody else is yeah, fake, right? Everything's a fraud. <laughs> even the Rolling Stones can't yeah. get it real anymore. I mean, dude, what Charlie Watts can't have a snare drum and a tom tom, you know, At that's least simple. something. Give me Jesus. a hi hat. Wow. It's unbelievable. That's an outrage. Yeah. I, I'm glad I didn't send a dollar. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. So, you know who's really suffering? Hollywood now. I just got this breaking news on the high-speed Hollywood, uh, Holloway, uh, Hollywood wire. <laughs> Say that fast five times. Now it's saying that Hollywood, I can't open my page now. Did I just get uh, banned uh, or get, something? Did you get a virus? You Help our engineers investigate and fix the crash. My, my tab oh, crashed. I didn't get. I didn't do anything that would require uh, being Uh-oh. banned or anything. What's what websites it, it, have you been going? Twitter. On? I don't go on any hey, of the sites. He's down here at nine thirty in the morning, Rob. Trust me. I <laughs> yeah. if, if, uh, trust me. I will not waste a second on a porn site. <laughs> but I just saw it a, a little while. It was from Variety. Variety's oh. announcing that Hollywood, like all these HBO shows and things, yeah, that they will not be able to do sex scenes now on television shows. Good. I guess the porn, though, that will continue to do it. Well, of course. And by the way, also in Variety, you know, there's a lot of big movies coming up. As we get into May, this is the season when, when all the big blockbusters come out, right? Mm-hmm. And you're seeing all the movies that have been released are straight to digital, and then you have to pay for them online right. because we can't go into movie theaters. So now what's happening is a couple of the big movies that were supposed to be released this year, like The Batman. There's another Batman. Right. Robin, the Sopranos Robert Pat- movies. Yeah, Rob, Robin Pattinson, Robert Pattinson is playing Batman now. Who? That was supposed yeah, to... Yeah, from Twilight. The Twilight oh, dude. Okay, Twilight dude. Okay. He was, that was supposed to be out June 25th of next year, 2021. Now they're going to bring it to the fall, hoping that we'll be back in business in the theaters so they can release that to recoup all the lost money from the theater revenue. Oh, so they're moving it up. They're moving okay. it up. The Batman was put on ice because of a pause in the production during the pandemic. And uh, The Many Saints of Newark, you know what that is, right, Harry? That's the Sopranos movie. That is the Sopranos movie. That's been pushed from September 25th of this year to March 12th of next year. Mm. So some movies are being moved up. Some are being pushed back. 
So the Sopranos reboot thing is going to be March of next year, a full year away from now. Yeah. And it was supposed to be a fall release right after the Labor Day, after the, the, the rush of kids back to school, if they go back to school. And then there's also some of the big superhero movies, The Flash has been moved forward a month, will be open on June 2nd of 2022, mm. and Shazam 2. Oh, my God. Wow. They actually made a Shazam. Yeah, that was a great movie. They used Philly a lot in that movie. It was, really, it was better than I thought it would be. You I went, didn't go to the theater. You went to see it? No, I saw oh. it on, on HBO. Oh, okay. Shazam was actually, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking that they made another Space Jam. No, it's Shazam. Okay, Shazam. Sorry. Got confused Here's a for picture a of Charlie Watts. From Saturday night, Air, playing he's air got drums? no drums. He's just sitting there with his sticks and a, and his headphones on. That's an outrage. Yeah. I hate to do it to him. I know he's ninety years he's old. He's seventy eight but... <laughs> years old, Tony. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the four of them: Mick Jagger, seventy six; Keith Richards, seventy five; Ronnie Wood, seventy two; and Charlie Watts, seventy eight. All old enough that? to be president of the United States. That's true. <laughs> right. <laughs> so anyway, the other story is the oil prices. I mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Dropping down. And there's another big story in the news here, and it's local. And I know we're talking to people all over the country, but you know what Philadelphia will rename itself to this week? Not Killadelphia. We already got that nickname. Stinkadelphia. Why? This is breaking news, Harry. A lot of people, if you're coming to the city or if you live near here, if you smell... Don't. <laughs> if you smell rotting cabbage... Mm-hmm. Rotting eggs or smelly socks in the air in this city this week, the city of brotherly love? No, the Sixers haven't returned uh, to practice at the Wells Fargo Center with Brett Brown. It's called Mercaptain. They're reclaiming Mercaptain. Mercaptain. You know, not not uh, the captain, not, not Captain, captain Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. What is Mercaptain? You Mer-Captain? know what Mercaptain? Let's see if let's play a little. Uh, let's play as. Do you know what Mercaptain is? Well, I can tell tell you what else. You also don't have COVID nineteen because you lose your sense of smell. That's so right. So if you're smelling that stuff, then that's a good thing. That's a good sign. Exactly right. Yeah. Mercaptain. Does anybody know what that is? I have no idea. Mercaptain is the actual odorant that they put into natural gas. Because, you know, natural gas oh, doesn't yeah, have right. a smell. Right. Oh, okay. And the reason they do it so people can detect gas leaks, whether they're at a refinery or in somebody's house, mm-hmm. is they add this odorant into it. And the odorant is called mercaptan. It's not a, it's not a cure for coronavirus. Right. Don't go taking it or putting it in your fish tank if you're listening to the show. Yeah. It's not hydroxychloroquine. No, no, it's yeah. not. So the, we had that big refinery here, mm-hmm. the Philadelphia Energy Solutions Refinery. Right over there when you come over the bridge from the airport and you smell it and you see yeah. all the stink and stuff. So what they're doing this week during the shutdown, the coronavirus shutdown, they are actually cleaning the tanks out of all of the Mercaptan. Mm. So the city will smell like rotten eggs, rotten cabbage, Great. smelly socks, or basically like a Saturday night on Second Street. So just uh, you know, after a big big uh, shindig down there with the boys and the mummers. Mercaptain. <laughs> Mercaptan is a gas, an organic substance made of carbon, hydrogen, and sulfur, and it is found naturally in living organisms, including the human body, where it is a waste product of normal metabolism. It is one of the chemicals responsible for foul smell, bad breath, and flatulence. Wow. Exactly right. So... I am Mr. I mean, so, you know, this is a science show, too. So I mean, everybody's boy wasting time talking about, you know, Michael Jordan and LeBron James polls. This is, uh, I should be the new science guy. Screw Bill Nye. You should. I should be Dr. Tony Grouchy and Tony B, the science guy. 
So you know Philadelphia's going to smell like a bad <laughs> fart all week. Yes, exactly. Is that what you're telling me? Right. So don't go outside. Right. And if you do, you'll probably want to go right back in right. if you're in the area where you'll smell the cleaning up of the tanks. What an absolute joke. I hope that doesn't get, uh, get out to my area. Because I'm pretty close to the city. Yeah. No, you're not close enough. I have You'll a feeling safe, so. that we're going to be right in the thick Yo, you're, of it. Yeah, you're, you're doomed. Exactly yeah. right. <laughs> Damn. So there you have it, kids. There you have it. Your update on Stinkadelphia 2020. Meanwhile, we, we've talked to uh, Coach Matt Rule, of course, if you're just joining us. Hope you missed it. You can get it back later on. We'll rerun it. Of course, SiriusXM reruns the show. Right. You yeah. can get it on our podcast platforms, iTunes. Yep. Spreaker, pretty much every podcast. Mm -hmm. If you use whatever you use, whether it's iTunes, Spreaker, podcast, whatever, uh, the Tony Bruno show is on there. Exactly right. So go and listen to it, and we enjoy it. Thanks for uh, supporting the show. Tune in radio. I'm not like those chicks on Twitch who go on there and then yell at the people for not giving her ten dollars. Did you see that chick again today? No. She is just this chick on Twitch who sits around in underwear and then begs for money. And then scolds people for not sending her money. And I ripped her again on Twitch today. Well, and I can't believe they leave her on there when her content is basically her sitting around in underwear getting degenerate men to send her money. You don't see degenerate women sending me money on Twitch, and you can do that. They're tips, basically. That's a pretty good job if you can get it, though. Yeah, I mean, if, I mean, if men are willing to send her money. Well, men are willing to do anything with money when there's a woman involved. Well, that's what I'm saying, especially when they're taking clothes Is that breaking news? Yes. No, I know. No, I'm you're just... not allowed to have nudity on Twitch. Oh, you're not? Or else no. I'd be taking my shirt off <laughs> and trying to get money that way, too. Or even Robin. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, enough about that. So we got, we're keeping an eye on all this NFL stuff. People are still talking about the last dance last night, and that's fine. You can talk about it all you want, but we will not do any stinking polls on this, Harry. Well, I'll tell you, the other thing that jumped out at me last night with this thing was when they did the draft. Uh, of when Jordan got selected. He got selected third. You Correct. remember that? Yes. Elijah Wan went to Houston with the and first who was pick. The f- yeah, who was the second pick? Sam Bowie Sam from Bo- Lebanon, Pennsylvania yep. via Kentucky, right? Correct. And they, they were talking, and Rod Thorne was the general manager for the Bulls at the time. And Correct. he's the one, he's sitting there, and he's saying, well, Portland's got Clyde Drexler, who plays basically the same position. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to want Jordan. They're going to draft a big man the because big man. back then, if you didn't have a big man, basically you were doomed in the NBA. Absolutely right. So they draft for need rather than the best player, and they took Bowie, and then he had an injury. At bad wheels. And that, yeah, when, you have a, was, when you have the big man with bad that wheels. That was awful. It's, 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 although there have been big men with bad wheels who have come back. Bill Walton had Bill bad Walton, wheels. Yeah. Came back and was a great player. You know, the other guy that Won I hung out with. championship with the Celtics in 86. The guy I hung out with, Greg Odom. Yeah. Greg Odom. This guy was a monster. Mm-hmm. I mean, a physical monster. I stood next to him, and I looked like a dwarf. Do you have that sound drop of Greg Oden that we oh, used to Oh, I've play? had better days. Uh, I don't have it in the system. But had better days. Because we interviewed him once, and I was like, how you doing, uh, Greg? Oh, I've had better days. That's how the interview started I know. <laughs> hey, Greg Oden, how you doing, man? <laughs> and then it was like a sigh. Oh, I've had better days. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That was awesome. But, yeah, so they draft Bowie. And then Jordan falls right into the Chicago Bulls' lap. Exactly. It's unbelievable. And the rest, as they say, is history. Is history. <sighs> there are other people be- begging for bits. We don't beg for bits. No. We encourage it, but we don't yes. beg. You don't we- have to beg. I ain't too proud to beg. But, I mean, you know, people, they throw a little, you know, like, it's like me performing on the Santa Monica Third Street Promenade. You ever right. go over there? Uh, and there's really yeah, talented people mm-hmm. playing guitars mm-hmm. and Banging on trash cans. Great. I mean, that's where, like, the Tonight Show and all those people, that's where they find a lot of these talented people. Mm-hmm. Agents walk down. 
and really, really talented people play for tips. Right. That's that's exactly what the show is, Tony. <laughs> so how do you collect the bits? It's all put into a fund. Oh, yeah? It's like a yes. mutual fund. It's like a slush fund it's somewhere? Like a, no, it's not a slush fund. It's oh. all documented, I think. Somebody keeps track of it. The computer does. Mm-hmm. It's like the computer, the Dallas Cowboy computer back in the Gil Brandt days. Right. <laughs> when they'd go to the big Dallas Cowboy computer to get the latest and, information. And we have right at the top of the page, um, I can see who has the number one winner of bits or the number the leader in bits. Right. In the clubhouse? And that's D. Conrad in Vegas right now with 573, trailing by with Trevor. Um, from the 203, 457, then AJ in San Antonio coming in third you, at 259. How do you collect them? Like, how do you cash them out? Cash them out? You get them in the SNH green stamps when you go to the supermarket, <laughs> and then you peel them off. And then if you put you them get on a little pay, booklet, it's like yes. a Monopoly game at right, supermarkets. Right. Let's go to Trevor in Connecticut. He's collecting the entire set uh, of something up there. What's going on, Trev? Oh, dude, I, I'm about, I'm on the, on the road right now to go for my daily two mile walk, so I can get ready to do some work later tonight. You have a mask on. Way, you have a mask on. I do not have a mask in the car. I, on me right now when talking to you, but I have one in the car. It is an Eagle Authentic Fan mask I made that's custom. Wow, <laughs> you'll get chicks with that without yeah. any question. Absolutely. So, my biggest thing was last night the the. the Last dance was great. I I love like when they put, peel back the court curtain and see stuff from like the nineties. I'm, I'm a nineties like sub like mm-hmm. guy who likes to see stuff. Yeah, I was I loved the whole Jordan was like ratting on um, Derek Harper the whole time. Oh like, yeah, during the practices that was great. Well, yeah, that was when Scottie Pippen was injured. Yep. And he, yeah, he, yeah, he was he was torching everybody in that practice, man. Oh yeah, you know why? Because he wanted to win. Why yeah. he wanted to get another ring? And they started off the year zero and four. Yep. And he said, you know what? I'm, I'm this, you know, this is it for me. I got to go out there, and I need everybody else to contribute. Right. Even though everybody thinks it's a one man team, you guys got to do something too, okay? Right. Yeah, absolutely. My ask, my big question for you guys. This may be a poll question. I don't know if you like guys do poll questions anymore. Who's the more? Who's the biggest rat of the twenty twenty quarantine? Carol Baskin or Jamie Krause? 2 one 5 Oh, that's a good question. We may have to do that in a poll question when things get really slow. But this week we have a lot of content. We'll do that when there's really nothing to talk I still say about. Carol Baskin because Jerry Krause built that team. Yeah. And they won six championships. Yeah. And then he destroyed it. All right, all right, Trev, be careful out there. Social distance. Absolutely. I'll send you a picture on that, Coach Tony. Exactly. Yeah, the last dance on ESPN, way different than the last dance on Dale Mabry Highway down there in Tampa Bay. Absolutely. I always hate when that song would come on in the club. Yeah. Because that was Desperado Hour. You know what I mean? When they play the last dance. We should play a little Donna Summer. We'll do that. We'll play a block of Donna Summer coming up next. And more of your calls. Phone lines are open. You talk. You call. We talk. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. That's the number. Call. Talk. Next. Let me pull it up. That was from the movie. What movie? Last, Last Dance is a song. It was a single. Yeah, but it wasn't it from a movie too? Like uh, I'm sure it was, but yeah, from that that really bad disco movie. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't in Car Wash. I know that. No. There was some jams in Car Wash. Let's 
see. All right, I have Last Dance up. Do you want to come back with it? Yeah, let's come back with it. What's the one that I'm thinking of? It was a really bad, it came out towards the end of the disco era, know, so it didn't Robin. go very well. And it was with. Um, I'm trying to find out if I got uh, blocked on. No, I'm not. Okay. No, I think you just had a little hiccup. Hiccup in your get along. Are you talking about Xanadu? No, that one was another. But that wasn't really disco, was it? People ripping Robin now. I know. There's somebody on there. Miss Anelli's dryer says, man, Miss Robin doing her best Natalie Eganoff impersonation today. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, I don't know what that means. She's not doing sports updates. <laughs> Dude, definitely not. Uh, what was that movie? Was the movie called Last Dance? No. Was it Good Burger 2? I don't think so. It wasn't in Xanadu. I know that. <laughs> Xanadu. <laughs> Was Xanadu with ELO? And, yes, uh, ELO. Uh, Olivia Newton-John. Uh, yeah, Olivia Newton-John was the and, star. Um, oh, my God. Who is the really famous dancer? Fred, not Fred. Gene Kelly. I was thinking Fred Astaire, but that's not it. It's not Shabadoo. He was in the Breaking Movies. <laughs> this is going to drive me nuts now. Come on, baby. I wasn't that. Mm -hmm. But Donna Summer was. I'll just look up Donna Summer. Summers. Thank God it's Friday. That was That's the, movie? the movie. That was the movie. Thank really God bad. it's Friday. Which is a great song, too. Thank you, Pacanine. Checking <coughs> in. Pacanine. That's the song. Uh, that's the movie I was thinking of, but I don't know if. Uh, Last been, Dance was I'm in sure that movie. it's been played in a lot of movies, Robin. It's one of the biggest disco songs of all time. I know. Thank. I actually had the LP. <laughs> the they cut it's Friday. I did. I did. Uh, yes, Last Dance was in that movie. Boom. At the NFL draft to dry run? <laughs> Who's this? <clears throat> Here, why don't you just switch it over so people can hear it. No, no, no. I was going to have no, you just play, up, so play the series uh, volume. Just play program. <laughs> oh, it's still not coming through. That's okay. I know my is my uh, mic hotter than everybody else's. <laughs> Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM Two Eleven.
So I heard Rich Eisen earlier before us on the Dan Patrick channel talking about this uh, Bud Light promotion here. You saw it, right? Uh, no, this, this is a new one. I had, this I'm, is Bud Light Seltzer. Oh, okay. So the tradition at the at draft, of course, is booing the commissioner, right? Right. And since he's going to be alone, home alone, you can't boo the commissioner. But the draft will be without that tradition. So Bud Light Seltzer at Bud Light says, we can't let that stand. Record your boos and then post and tag at Bud Light and hashtag boo the commish. We will deliver the boos to the draft. And for each boo the, boo the commish through April 25th, we will donate $1 to NFL Draftathon up to $500,000. Jeez. And so, of course, everybody, but you got to have, I guess you have to have a Bud Light seltzer in your hand. I'd rather have Brian Seltzer in my hand. Is he available? Uh, he does I think he is, the Sixers, the Sixers aren't <laughs> no, no. doing anything right now. <laughs> yeah. He's probably looking for a little work. Hey, you know, beggars can't be choosy. But we have more updates now on the mock draft that occurred today. The NFL yeah. did a test drive earlier. And, and, and let's be honest, everybody has technical glitches. This show has occasionally has a technical glitch. Mm -hmm. But, again, we're not a how many billion-dollar operation. I don't know what they're up to now, 10, 12 million, or billions, billion, billion. And billions yeah. and billions of dollars. Yeah, that, the mock draft uh, had a technical glitch with the first pick, Tony, so the Cincinnati Bengals. Adam Schefter retweeted uh, tweeted again uh, in the last half hour. More on today's technical glitch. The Bengals didn't do anything wrong. It wasn't their fault. Nobody blamed the Bengals. But the glitch resulted in a two-and-a-half-minute delay per a source. But, you know, everything. the Bengals can't do anything right on the football field, so right. everybody's going to want to say it was their fault. No, so you're absolutely it's, right. It's on the NFL. Yeah, this is the NFL. Yeah. They're, they're the tech people. By the way, they're the same people who at the Super Bowl radio row pretty much strong-armed all the media people into paying $1,100 for five days' worth of, uh, of, of Internet connections. They Wait. forced you to pay $1,100. In Miami. In, my, in Miami. They do it every year. Right. But people have been using Wi-Fi boxes, Wi-Fi connections. Mm -hmm. But the NFL realized that people were doing their own Internet connections, so they didn't have to pay the 1000 Now, we went down there. We tested our equipment, which we had the Wi-Fi box, which right. we paid 300 bucks for. And then like seventy bucks, so three hundred and seventy bucks is better than eleven hundred. Right. When you're doing your own show, and we're not being funded by major corporations, and so what happened is we went and tested our equipment. The next day we go on, do a test on Sunday. Monday we go on the air, and it shut down because the NFL basically throttled it, throttled yeah. everybody down, so they couldn't broadcast, forcing them to then call and beg the NFL to let you pay them $1,100. Oh, wow. And What's so when I said, well, what, listen, 1100 we already missed a show. That's only four days left. Well, ESPN's paying the same amount. I said, ESPN's ESPN, paying, ESPN. A, well, ESPN's paying $1,100, so I should pay $1,100 because I'm not on 500 stations. That's the kind of crap the NFL pulls. Wow. And you know why? Because they know that all these saps will go there and do their shows for a whole week mm -hmm. and promote their asses out of the NFL. And we love the NFL. But we are basically slaves to the NFL. Well, they hijacked you. Exactly. And so that's what happens. Yeah. By the way, there was a, there was a glitch in my mock draft. Ice, uh, Ice Rink in Ottawa says, the Jets picked Blair Thomas, Ken O'Brien, and Browning Nagel. Wow. That can't be right, Ken. Remember Browning Nagel? <laughs> Absolutely. The quarterback. That is great. At least they didn't take Kyle, <laughs> what's his name? Where's Kyle that? Brady again with yeah. the top pick.
What is well, he wasn't a top pick, but he was a first-round pick. I remember that draft vividly because the Jets booed every pick, just like the Eagles fans right. up there in New York when it used to be at Madison Square Garden. Well, I'll tell you, if this was an, in a, a place, a venue where people could gather, oh. and the Eagles at 21, not, they'd stay there and they take a linebacker, out, not a wide receiver, the fans are going to go ballistic. They would go ballistic anywhere. <laughs> well. They would be organizing caravans of buses to go up there and pay $19 in tolls so they can boo <laughs> and sit in the, the garden, Madison Square Garden, the theater at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, the Felt Forum is where exactly. they used to uh, hold the NBA draft, too. Now, I have breaking news from the NBA Wire, Harry. <laughs> former NBA great and former 76ers, and I believe Syracuse legend, Leo Routon. Yes, Syracuse. Remember Leo Routon? He's Canadian. Canadian, eh? Yeah. Guess what he's doing at 5 o'clock Canadian time, so he's on the east coast of Canada, he got into a swimming pool. I don't think he's in Canada. He's in Florida. Or yeah, he ain't, yeah, no, he yeah, ain't yeah, in Canada in a swim, yeah, outdoor no. swimming pool right now. Leo Routon says, it's 5 o'clock, time to wine and twine. Get it? Hashtag yeah. wine and twine. So he's got a bottle of wine and a glass off the side on his deck pool. Mm-hmm. Then he's got a basketball and a net, and he grabs the ball and then buries the three from way downtown. Bang! And then immediately goes over and gets the glass of quality red wine. Nice. Let me give Leo Routens a roaring round of applause. So wine and twine. Is that a hashtag? Yes, it is. Wine and twine. I want everybody to hashtag that. That's a great, great job out of Leo Routens. It wasn't really that bad with the Sixers. He was a nice NBA player. Would yeah. you call him a great NBA player? No, no, no. no, no. It's a white guy who can he's shoot a broadcaster. I know he is. Yeah. No, he's good. Yeah. I like yeah. Leo Routens. It's a good job. I wish I had a pool or at least a jacuzzi where I can drink some wine and then throw a basketball into a wide-open net. They would come and probably lock my hoop down. Yeah, the mayor would, would come in with a couple of pieces of plywood. Two-by-fours. Two-by-fours yep. and screw that thing down like they used to do to the fire hydrants when I was a kid trying to keep cool in the summertime. Let's go to the phones. Let's go down the shore, Harry. Down the shore where I believe the flatties are running back there in the back bays. Oh, yeah? The stripers are out. And the boats, I, I want to know, want to know whether Roussel's dock is open so that I can go down there and get some minnows to go out striper fishing and, of course, flounder fishing. Minos. John, can you give us a f- fishing update <laughs> in this on this Monday afternoon on April 20th? John? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. That was your cue. Uh, you're not yeah. paying. What's the what's the size limit on uh, on flounder this year? Fluke, as we call them, when we go down there and fish in the back bays. Uh, I don't really know. I'm kind of a I'm I'm more the indoor type. I go to bars. I'm the outdoor type when it comes to outdoor bars. Yeah, but, you do uh, your trolling indoors. I do mine outside. <laughs> he does some of his best trolling between the hours of twelve thirty and two in the morning. At Maynard's, of course. Right, of course. Yes, of course. <laughs> Yep, I hit all the. I'm, I'm an equal opportunity barist. I like to hit all the bars in Margate. What kind of an outdoorsman are you? Don't go out and get, enjoy the water, the salt water. It's clear. The environment's clear now. That's one good thing about this. All the air is clear, and the cars are all gone. There's, yeah, there's no, no more smog. pollution. There's no smog. The animals are now reclaiming the forests the way it should be. I like to walk down the beach and uh, get a little, get a little sun, get a little vitamin D, a little sunshine during the during the teen, the quarantine. But uh, other than that, when, it's, when the times are normal, uh, you can typically find me at a bar. Now, are you down there now? Are you at the Jersey Shore? Yeah. So are people walking around? Because yesterday was a beautiful day. You're allowed to walk on the beach in New Jersey, aren't you, as long as there's not like 50 people in a big crowd? Or is it still well, closed? 
Um, it's, I don't, it's not really closed. Like, people are walking around. Uh, or if it's closed, I don't know about it. So I've been walking around. Um, but there's, there's not much else to do. So I have a, you know, that old saying, like, I, I have four kids. People always tell me, like, oh, what's your TV broke? You got four kids? Hmm. But there's nothing else to do right now, so I'm just walking down the beach. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. If I lived down there, I'd be on the beach every day. Well, are there, do you not see? To, not to lay out in the sun and do a, you know, a Governor Christie and get my sand chair and then, you know, have, have everybody look at me. <laughs> that was your drones. private beach. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, John, are you seeing any Pennsylvania and New York license plates down there? Uh, you know, it's funny you should say that because there's there's some really like like hateful and angry mobs of people on social media saying mm-hmm. like keep out, keep out, keep out, don't come down the shore, don't come down the beach, and it's like at the end of the day, like if you're if you're a homeowner, regardless of uh, whether you're from PA or New York, you should be able to go to your own home wherever your home is. Right. Uh, but, but people are I don't really get caught too caught up in that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm kind of a laid back guy, so I don't care. No, I hear you. And you know what? Everybody has their own opinion in this, and you can say what you want. But now all of a sudden, people who want to go out are Nazis. I mean, come on. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I just, I, I, like I said, I, I'm kind of a I live and let live, right? So I like to go out and do my thing, and I don't really begrudge people for what they do. And if you want to come down from New York or PA. And no, I, you I want to keep the New Yorkers out at all. I, yeah. you, know, you want to keep the <laughs> New Yorkers away. <laughs> From Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Send them up to send them up Connecticut. To, send them up to the Catskills yeah. and the Borscht Belt. Tell them to go up there. It's nice and clean up there. They don't have to worry about it. Don't bring your crap down here. <laughs> well, I agree with that. But the, the, yeah, the, Philly, the Philly guys, that's fine. I, I, I grew up in Cherry Hill and lived there, so I, I never used the term shooby. Yeah. No, it's I agree. A, it's a that's a pejorative term. You know, it's, it's interesting. The, the, you know, the, the, these, these short communities, no matter where you are, they rely on people to go down there mm-hmm. in the summertime because, you know, we don't have summer all year. It's not like California where people are, even though, you know, in Santa Monica and Venice and all those beaches, you know, it's, it's, it's quiet in the wintertime. It's not exactly it tropical, but you still walk on the beach, you ride your bikes, but it's not like 85, 90 degrees, but it's still nice to go out and walk. Mm-hmm. And to, to I, tell people they can't go out and walk is just absolutely lunacy in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you there. So, big question is, uh, last week I, I was listening and my brother called in, the legendary Joe from Margate, and <laughs> uh, it, it, it got brought up that, uh, Harry, you're, you're a virgin to Margate and Ventnor Island. Uh, I was wondering when you're going to make your maiden voyage down there so I can buy you a beer. Well, you know, once they open up the state. True. I'll go down True. there. I'm not going down yeah. there until they take the tolls off. I'm not paying $5. I got, a, I got an easy pass. <laughs> Meanwhile, my insurance bill came. I thought insurance companies were going to lower your 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 uh, car insurance because you haven't been dri- I haven't been driving. Mm-hmm. How I come have. my bill's still the same price? What's uh, going on, have... State Farm? I thought I was like a good neighbor. You're supposed to take care of me. Do my I have to get somebody company. on the phone? I have to get Jake on the phone from State Farm. You do. And then you have to. I have to ask him what I he's ask wearing. Him what right? he's wearing? <laughs> wearing the khakis. Hey, hey J- John, what is the stay-at-home uh, deadline for Jersey right now? Like when? Um, that in place? I, well, Governor Murphy just put out a, uh, I don't know if it was a tweet or uh, my, I'm, uh, I'm on Twitter. I didn't see him. My, my wife sent it to me. She's on Facebook. And on Facebook, he said that uh, for right now, he's going to make an announcement later today, I think, or tomorrow. And it's going to be the, like the phased reopening mm-hmm. um, in, in the next few days. So I, I, there's, there's no real orders right now. And I think he's piggybacking off of what Trump said. But um, I don't know. I just hope any politics don't get involved in all this bull crap because, you know, that, then the politicians kind of make it a point of going exactly. against yeah. what Trump might say. And it's just, um, 
you know, I, I hope we don't get caught up into something like that. Uh, no, I, I agree with you, man. It's all about politics with everybody. No, you know, we're supposed to care about one another. You know, we're all in this together. And then you got people wishing death on people. Newspaper writers wishing death on people. That was in Miami, yeah, right? Yeah, Miami Herald writer. And did she get fired for that? Hell no. She didn't oh, get then, fired then, for that. No, of course not. And, then, and I, don't, I don't call for people to get fired, by the way. Anybody else does that, they're banished forever. But you're in the Miami Herald and you write wishing death on people? Uh, no big deal. Uh, and then try to apologize and don't even apologize? That's an outrage, man. An absolute uh, I, outrage. It's an outrage. I totally agree. It is. I totally agree. AOC came out today and she was happy about the gas prices going so far down, even though it means that the, the stock market's plunged today and people are out of jobs. But let me tell you guys one thing, and I'll close out with this. You guys are making radio great again. I love it, man. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank, Thank you, John. John. Thank you very yep. much. Appreciate it. I guess he listened to President care, Trump guys. over the weekend. All right. When the president made this proclamation, because, you know, he said he doesn't like to go out in the water and fish, you know, because not everybody goes fishing. Not everybody goes out on boats. You know, people go to the beach. They walk around mm-hmm. in the sand. You know, they like to be near water. I love water. Right. You know, whenever I get into a depressed mood, I'll go p- I'll pull up pictures from the British Virgin Islands, from the Bitter End Yacht Club, from the Soggy Dollar Bar in Joost van Dijk in the British Virgin Islands, the Dutch West Indies. That's what I want to see. You want to think of positive things. You don't mm-hmm. want to think of negative stuff all the time. He looks at himself in his boy shorts. Exactly. Oh, is that right? <laughs> I uh, what do you opine got about beach britches. No, I don't wear any of those boy no. shorts. I'm not talking about the, you know, not the banana hammock, but the boy shorts. They're the technically, diving. yeah, they're t- diving, diving trunks. Oh, okay. Because, yeah. you know, when you go snorkeling and stuff, you can't have all that waving no, stuff. Where no. you, your pants look like you're the Goodyear blimp when they open up. You look like Roseanne Barr when you're out there swimming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You look like you're in a Walmart. He wouldn't know because carts. he's yeah, never I, been. I, I don't know. <laughs> I can't believe you've never been no, to a Walmart. I Harry, haven't. I don't, like I don't want staple. to either. But I'm not talking about modern day. I'm talking about the old school Walmart. You go down south, for example. Yeah, I lived down there for seven years. I the never Walmarts went in the south are, are awesome. You come up to the big cities, they're hell holes. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want to go in there with a full hazmat suit. Now, I've been about to Waffle club. Houses. Well, Waffle Houses are phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. So what was I talking about, Rob? Well, we had a tragedy today in sports. Not a tragedy, a death, which is sad. Mike Mad Dog Curtis, you remember him? Big linebacker. Oh, the linebacker for the Colts and the Redskins. He wore number 32, and he always had the neck roll. Exactly. That, that guy was phenomenal, awesome. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah. He passed away? He passed away at age 77. Of course, 11 years in Baltimore with the Baltimore yeah, Colts. he was a tough dude, man. He's in a couple of Super Bowls. Remember, he had that big interception in Super Bowl V against the Dallas against Cowboys, Cowboys yeah. that sealed the victory for the Baltimore Colts. Right. So even more reason to give him kudos. Yeah. The great... Mike Curtis, Mad Dog, they called him. How come they call, like, anybody who's named Mike is always Mad Dog? Well, <laughs> Except Chris Russo. Chris is Mad Dog Russo. Right. And then you had General, Mike and the Mad Dog. Right. Then you had General Mattis, who was Mike Mad Dog Mattis. Right. So when do you get to apply Mad Dog to, as a nickname? Is it because of your temperament, perhaps? I, well, I think in some cases, yeah. But you're right. Mike Curtis, 11 years in Baltimore, uh, two, uh, two years. He was on the Seattle Seahawks expansion team. Oh, he was? Yeah, because okay, when, when the Seahawks became an NFL franchise, you know, they had the expansion draft, and he was taken by the Seahawks from right. the Baltimore Colts as one of the players that was available. And then he went and played with Washington in his mm. final two years with the Redskins, okay. bringing it back to the same area. Man. So uh, awesome, awesome stuff. Not Kevin Curtis, of course, the former running back, wide receiver for the Bengals and the Eagles, of course. It's good football knowledge. You're not getting this anywhere else. He had good speed, else. Kevin Curtis. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. So, anyway, that's the latest on that. And, and today is 39 days without hockey, Harry. 
Now, I know you went on to that Mertita show over the weekend. Did you go on? Were you a guest on his hockey show? How did you know about that? Because people were tweeting it. They, they, he- were? they heard it. Oh, okay. There's this thing called people hear well, you. Well, yeah, because I didn't uh, promote it. I mean, he just asked me to come on like 20 minutes before I ended up coming well, you on. Know, he was struggling for guests, too, on well, a Saturday yeah, morning. Hey, yeah. It's tough. Couldn't book you? It's tough. What were you doing sitting around on a Saturday morning? Why weren't you on a golf course somewhere well, walking Because I can't play. I, I actually walked on the course yesterday just to walk, not play golf. Can you because walk around that's with illegal. a club? Now, what happens if you're just walking around with a club? There actually was two or three guys walking play? around with some clubs, yeah. But, what about yeah. a cart? You allowed to ride no. a cart? No, the, uh, but down south, like in South Carolina, at some courses, you're still allowed to play. They put one person in a cart. And then, of course, they clean. They, fume, right. you know, they totally lice all the thing when you're Which done. Which totally makes sense. That's yeah. what we do after every show here. Well, you know? right, yeah. <laughs> Joe Krause gets out the big flamethrower, just burns everything down again, and we start fresh tomorrow. <laughs> it's like a forest. Somebody posted a, a, a video of a forest burning down. Did you see that one in time lapse? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it was a that. forest fire. Where was that? I don't know. It was a forest fire just burning everything, and then nature then... Reclaiming. Reclaims right. itself, and the grass eventually grows back, and the trees grows back. Unless the trees are completely broke. But if the trees aren't, trees aren't completely burned through, mm-hmm. they live. Well, then somebody responded to that and showed outside of a gym that is now closed down for the last month and the, um, the plant starting to grow outside of the sidewalk. So oh. it's, they're saying, well, this is also burnt down, not being used. And the plants are reclaiming. The forest is reclaiming. And you see all the animals in the state parks are out there chilling. The lions mm-hmm. are on the on the roads in Yosemite, mm-hmm. just basking in the sun with no yeah. cars to get in their way. You had a couple of bears fighting. Yeah. I think they were signed by the Sixers to be on halftime when they ever come back. Oh, Remember Victor the Dancing Bear yeah, with I the do. great Pat Williams was the GM of the Sixers back then. And he would always bring in. And then he went to Miami, of course, and was the general Orlando. manager of the Orlando, yeah, Orlando Magic yeah. for many, many, many yeah. years was there for the Shaq draft, the Penny Hardaway back-to-back, and, and it did a great job down there in Orlando. He knew how to put on a show, that He's guy. He's a great promoter yeah. and did a great job in the NBA. By the way, the Las Vegas Review-Journal reporting that the World Series of Poker has been postponed. They have masks on all the time. Yeah, I mean, I aren't know. They, so they don't look at anything. They just look in their hands and, or have the earpieces in. They're not yeah, paying kids, attention to anything. Can't you be six feet apart and play poker? I would think so. I mean, I know, but the dealer, you're touching the car. Yeah, the car that's the touched. issue, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But the, everybody mm. has gloves on. You put gloves on well, before every hand. Okay. you got to sanitize all the chips. Mm-hmm. Put them in you a big You know what you need vac- to do? You know those, those big uh, glass uh, isolated chambers where you have the big gloves that you put your hands into? Yes, those are like, well, actually, you do those in uh, when you're doing like, uh, sandblasting. You know the little oh, sandblasting yeah? containers where they have the things. I've seen the, what you're yeah, talking exactly. about, but yeah. I don't know what they I don't know called. what they're called yeah. either, but everybody, so you have one big chamber, all the mm-hmm. cards are on the inside, and everybody puts their hands inside those big gloves. And it's like all hermetically yeah. sealed. Yeah. 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 Well, they do that there in labs, go. too, in laboratories. Right, right, that's where you In see labs it. where you can't, you know, touch anything, and you have the gloves. That's a good idea. So you have the dealer inside the lab, because nobody gives a crap about the dealer. They're expendable. <laughs> it's, the, it's the players. You know what I mean? You just throw a couple chips at the dealer, and they say, okay, you'll be all right. Radioactive gotta... handling, says Lee in Seattle. That's exactly. what it's called. Radioactive handling. Okay. See? Nice. Simple. It's a good idea. Exactly. <laughs> Crown Royal Steve checking in. I wonder if he's ordered uh, some product from the Pennsylvania State Liquor Store. I'm sure he's well-stocked. Absolutely. You better be. We're coming back. One more segment. Open lines. You want to call? 215-462-TONY. 
866-9. And uh, we'll have a tennis update, too. A very serious tennis update. You don't normally get those. Well, like something it. coming back? You have to wait here. Uh. That's why we call it a tease. Tony and Harry, Sirius XM 211. Mike Curtis, I loved that guy. I was yeah, a kid. He was a beast. He was just one tough dude. Okay, I had um, Donna Summers ready for you, but you I immediately know. went into something else. So that's I fine. know because I, I was breaking. If news. you want me to play, we'll it, play it at the know. end of the show. The last dance. Oh, okay. All right, that's what they play at the end of weddings. Mm -hmm. At the uh, at the end of the night in bars. Oh, there's a loose screw on the floor here. Yeah, that came out of this chair. I okay, think. I'll, I'll have to. Oh, yeah. did it? Oh. It just happened. Yeah, that's for all last dance. I'll do it after. Oh. I can do it as the final, final goodbye? As the bet instead of the actual okay, bet. Okay. Just cue me. 56.35. Have it queued up and ready to go. Okay. Okay. Just, oh, yeah. I have, I have, the, the song itself is three minutes and 20. There's a long riff in the, in the middle, yeah. though, where she, it's like a long instrumental riff, and she just goes, Um. Are you going to want to play any more 420 songs? We well, didn't play uh, Afro Man yet. Yeah, play Afro Man. So we'll play Afro Man when and we come back? Then I got high. And then I got, because I got high. It's a, just a, it's, it's a sample, high. Tony. It's just a very short sample. So make sure that. Uh, Why is it a sample? I want the full thing. I don't want a sampler. I can only do a sampler off of this website. Otherwise, I have to go through ads and shit. So it's not on uh, Amazon Music? The way, well. Okay, just play a little okay. taste of it. Hold on. It's, yeah, I don't have Amazon Music on right now. Yeah, when are we having Dan on? Do we know? I know. I know. Don't go through what's his name. Uh, I know. In, in, I'm in, don't go through the, the, the promotion guy. I have. Don't. Uh, yeah. KK. Don't go through KK. Um. Not KK Downing, the guitar no, no. player for Judas Priest. Oh, that's just. <laughs> we have a Georgia update. Not a Georgia Southern line. Was it Florida? Florida. Florida Georgia, Georgia line. Florida Georgia line. I hate them. I know they're big, but I don't like them. Do you like country music? Yeah. Ever since the early 90s when I moved down to uh, Carolina. Tony had to use his ghost leaves last night. Didn't you, Tony? Yeah. It, it, my knee, my, all of a sudden I got up, and it really hurt on the outside of my right knee. Mm -hmm. I had to put that son of a bitch on, man. Get that uh, therapeutic uh, Gaframistan going. <laughs> Kinesiology. <laughs> Go, but Gaframistan works. I got some 49ers news, too. Oh, we have a Could lot. Could we get Michael Lombardi on? Is he available? Or, or since he's on with uh, uh, that's, that uh, gambling channel, is he off limits? You know who would know. What's his face? I can get um, Mariucci. Or we should get Brent on Musburger. Yeah, that'd be good too. I can contact him. So tomorrow we have um, 
Vince Papali and Dennis Quaid. Dennis oh. Quaid's coming on tomorrow. Yeah. The Sane Quaid brother. Quaid brother. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. A lot of uh, things happening, Harry Mays. Yes. You have a 49er update? Yeah, I do. I just saw this on Twitter with uh, M. Lombardi NFL. Yeah. Michael Lombardi, of course. Wait, well, let me get a little more. Let's get a taste of Afro Man. We just had to do that real quick. Then I got high. Because I got high. Happy 420 day, guys. All right. We didn't even stop at 420. Which we normally do. You know how, like, the day the earth stood still? Well, yeah. That's everything just stops. We we usually do it every year at 420, and no one reminded me. That's because Matt break? Rule. Matt Rule Oh, Matt called. Rule was off. That's why. Why didn't we just somebody say, hey, Matt, by the way, we have to stop right here. Yeah. It's 420. Smoke them if you got <laughs> On 420. <laughs> On 420. All right. Uh, Michael Lombardi says, uh, talking to teams around the league, the Niners are looking to clean up cap issues. They've made D. Ford and Quan Alexander uh, and Goodwin and Tart all available for, for trade. Plus, they could trade one of their two first-round draft picks. Wow. Now, I'm, I've been seeing the Marquise Goodwin stuff that they're yeah. dangling him around because they don't want to have to pay him a lot of money because they have to pay a lot of guys a lot of money. And yeah. this isn't the... You know, this isn't the DeBartolo era where you could pay anybody you wanted back in the day pre-caps. Yeah, and you can stash 30 guys on your injured reserve list. But that's why those teams were dominant, because yeah. they, weren't, they didn't have to worry about cutting guys right. and getting rid of valuable pieces back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Mm-hmm. That's why there were dynasties. That's why the Patriots being able to do it as long as they did. By the way, did you see the new Patriots uniforms? What is it, like one of those color rush uniforms? I don't know what they are, but you know what? You know what they had? The number on the jersey was of the new uniform reveal? 12. 20. Every team, it seems, oh. is using the number 20. Well, it's the year 2020. That's probably why. Oh, that's, that's what That's probably it is. what it is. Oh, see, yeah, Harry, I, mean, I thought on. it was another Bill Belichick conspiracy. <laughs> no. or, or <laughs> Well, because I saw the Colts uh, re- Wait, I got to give myself one of those. Let me give myself one of those right now. I'm saying, why is every team using the number 20 on their uniform reveals? <laughs> And then I just didn't even realize it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the year 2020, Let me Tony. give myself one of these. Again. It's 420 day, and I haven't even smoked anything. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I deserve it. I gave myself two of those. Yep. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> what was the other stuff? Dennis Quaid. He was great in Jaws 3. I love Dennis Quaid. I like to get his brother Randy on, too, because he's really whack. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, Talk man. about two opposites. Mm-hmm. Man, I want to see if the shitter's still full. You know what I mean? <laughs> Has there ever been a greater character no. than Cousin Eddie, Cousin Eddie? No, in the vacation tremendous. movies? Tremendous. You want him to be like that in real life. And I think, unfortunately, he's, he's yeah, morphed I, into that guy. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes that happens, Tony. You become so identified with a certain character that it, that it kind of becomes you. Exactly. Like, I become myself almost every job I have. I morph back into myself, even when they tell me not to. But anyway, so we've got... Um, he's six foot five. Who, Randy Quaid? Yeah. He's a big dude. I don't man. think Dennis is quite that tall. 
Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, KP and OC uh, on the Twitch channel saying, I was a big fan of Into the Night with Tony Bruno back in the day. Tony, Miss Robin, Tim Cates. Then Tony moved to Philly. Fast forward 10 years. Here I am listening to Tony Bruno again. Let me give you a Roy. Our, some things change and other things stay the same. And people complain about things. Don't you want consistency in life, Aaron? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You want consistency. When you buy a bottle of wine, your favorite bottle of wine, right. you always want it to weekend. be. But when you pour it, you don't want it. Oh, that's not... That's not good anymore. You want it to always be good like you remembered the last time. Right. You order a buy, open a bottle of vodka. You expect that taste. Well, that's consistent. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah it should yeah, be. Yeah. But I had to. Uh, now, moonshine, that's a different thing entirely. You never yeah, know what's going to be in the shine. You one know of my mean? friends is looking into to making a still. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, start uh, deal dealing in shine. You're going to do it up in the suburbs? Make sure. Gonna do it? Yeah, it's, it's the suburbs. Make it's in the sure suburbs. That you, all, you don't take the first cut. You don't take. The second cut, you take the third cut, right? Well, the first cut is the deepest. Well, no doubt yeah. about that. <laughs> come on, Robin. Somebody we all watch Moonshiners. Come on. You Somebody have to who watch does Moonshine, I have to. Now, I think remind. Harry's going to set up in Valley Forge State Park <laughs> in one of the corners where nobody goes. Right. You know where all those guns start are? The fire. The, yeah, you, you start the, the fire. Smoke. And, you know, they'll think, go up to Gettysburg. Right. And to pretend you're doing a recreation of the uh, Battle of Gettysburg mm -hmm. and get dressed up in, uh, in, in Revolutionary War garb. Or Civil then, War garb. Or Civil yeah. War, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a, I had this uh, this Pinot this weekend. Prophecy. Take out check Pro out that oh, label. Love that. That's love a great that. label. It's like a mummer. And it was uh, it was pretty affordable. It wasn't expensive. It was Prophecy. fantastic. It looks like one of the mummers, but he's yeah. not wearing blackface, so he's okay. Jim right. Kenny won't come after him and have him arrested. Right. On the bottle. But anyway, it's always consistent. Thank you. So anyway, what was I what was I gonna mention here? Oh, the last dance. Yeah. People will talk about it next Sunday. The good thing is it'll be a Sunday night routine now. Yeah, for, for the next Because I thought they were going to play weeks. it like consecutive nights. No, so that would have been two too episodes much. on Sunday. Now they're going to leave you waiting for more till next Sunday. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to play two more episodes. And that's smart. Five weeks in. And hopefully by then, maybe there's sports back again. And the Dennis Rodman episode is episode three. Is that where he goes nuts or is that uh, what he's still saying? They basically introduce Rodman and, you know, and all his, his and, form. And Rodman, to his credit, what he did. He was the best rebounder in, in basketball. Yeah. And he saw Jordan getting all the publicity because obviously Jordan was the greatest. And he said, hey, listen, I'm pretty good on this team. Mm -hmm. I don't need to score points. He was the perfect role player. Absolutely. Yeah. And he wasn't one of those guys who had to score. No, he didn't have an ego, didn't no, want the ball. No, he just said, yep. I'm going to be the best rebounder in the game. Yep. And he, and he made himself a brand because then he started doing the wacky stuff with the hair and, and hooking up with Madonna. Mm -hmm. And then he became the wedding bigger dress. than life. Yeah. Yeah. Bigger than life. And that's what you have to be. When you're a great player, there's a lot of great players that fall through the cracks. Nobody knows them. They had great careers. They retire, you know. Oh, I remember that guy, maybe. Mm -hmm. But Dennis Rodman made himself a brand. And then he started hanging out with the guy in North Korea. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. How'd that happen? Became an international, internationally known and yeah. known to rock the Kim Jong microphone. <laughs> Can you believe that? That guy has more political pull than most politicians, senators, governors, and even presidents. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Unbelievable. But man. that's episode three. Now, do you uh, cry when you listen to Garth Brooks, The Last Dance? I didn't know he had a version of The Last yeah, Dance. Yeah, he does. It's, no. not a, it's, not a re, it's not a redo of the great version. No, it's not the Donna by, Summer song. By Donna Summer. No. I like Garth Brooks back in the day. You don't like him now? No. It's, you know, What's the matter with He has nothing new. Yeah. You know. I think he's just redoing his old stuff all yeah, the time, right? Yeah. I saw him do a home video with his wife. What's yeah. her name? Uh, she was a singer, Trisha, too. Right? Trisha, Trisha Yearwood. Yearwood. Yeah. yeah. She has a cooking show, too. Oh, she, well, who doesn't? Yeah. 
who does? Everybody's got it. You have to have a cooking show. You have to have a blog podcast. You've got to be a celebrity sitting at home playing with yourself to have anybody notice the you Garth anymore. Garth Brooks song is called The Dance, not oh, The Oh, yeah, Last The Dance. Dance. Yeah, he's right. Whoever said that is right. AJ in San Antonio. Yeah. AJ in San Antonio. You know I hate to give it to him because he's one of our biggest supporters, but I have to do it to him, too. Showing that we don't play favorites here. Anyway, so Facebook today did something that's really pretty outrageous. They will not allow anybody who wants to promote a quar- an anti-quarantine event. They won't let you go on there and say, hey, we're going to have this anti-quarantine. We want to reopen our state that you're seeing happening in all the states. Mm-hmm. They will pull it down. If you post anything about get-togethers in any state for the quarantine, and, you know, right? people go in there and talk about their families and stuff, and what they had for dinner and all the other stuff, and get together. Mm-hmm. But uh, but the other, the funniest billboard of the weekend. But if you want to complain about people playing golf on a golf course, you can. Oh do yeah, that then on they'll the send Facebook. drones in yeah. and then send okay. cops out there sure. to grab you and throw you in a in a bushel basket and throw you in the back of a meat wagon. <laughs> Again, that's what that's what gets me the the lack of consistency. But the best one was Baskin Robbins. Did you see that billboard? No. You know the Baskin Robbins ice yeah, cream ice shops. Cream company. And a lot of them have the replaceable boards where you know, they put up the numbers, the letters up there. It's not electronic. Is it what 31 flavors? They, 31 31, flavors? Yeah. yeah. And it, it says Baskin Robbins, not related to Carol Baskin. Oh, nice. That's what yeah. they no, had up there. No relation. No yeah. relation to Karen Baskin. No, it would have been <laughs> funny is if they would have been Baskin Robbins, not Carol Baskin, well, yeah, like our no, show. Ex- ex- well, you know, they would have stole Then we would have had to sue them exactly. for copyright infringement. But that would have been good publicity not for Carol us. Not Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Of course, the Baskin yeah. Robbins can't open either because they're not essential. Right. And now they even they even kick Mr. Softy out of the streets. Unless Nancy Pelosi wants some of their oh, ice yeah, cream no, because they get she the loves ice cream. Pint stuff. <laughs> right. You know, over the weekend she was asking for ten dollars online, mm-hmm. and I was said I'd give you ten dollars, but you know, can can I get a pint of ice cream for that? Mm-hmm. And the people are like, well, no, it's twelve dollars for ice cream. I said, yeah, but we're tight. And I posted a picture of me and Nancy Pelosi I who saw were together. That. In San Francisco. That was in L.A. There yeah, were two it was at the NIAF Gala. The National Italian American Foundation. Foundation Gala Dinner mm. with every Italian muckety muck in the country. Is that right? Sorta. You name it. The list of people were there. It was unbelievable. Well, and then Nancy Pelosi's husband, I guess, is a big fan of Tony's. And so from when the Bay Area. Yeah, days, from the yes. Bay Area. So when she saw that Tony was there, she's like, I recognize your voice. Are you Tony Bruno? Can I get a picture with you for she my husband? She asked for a picture yeah. with me, Harry. I should be... Speaker of the something. Yeah. Not speaker of my house. I am, except when Robin's around. Then she's the speaker of the house. I'm just a stunad guy who gets whipped You're by You're like her the party day. whip. I'm the majority <laughs> whip. That's what you are. So if you want to know what kind of guy Steve Zuckerberg is, Mr. I'm all about freedom of expression and all this other stuff, the guy is censoring it. That's why I don't go on Facebook. Yeah, well, I, I got off Facebook years ago. It's an absolute outrage. And they're actually a sponsor on that the Last Dance. They are? The, they call it the Facebook company now. Ah. Let's that, play The that, Last that, Dance. That, Shall was, we, Robin? that was new, right? Yeah, let's, let's play it. Let's play it now. Let's do it live because we've got a couple of minutes to finish it off. I'm going to see. Oh, so i got to give you the tennis update. Yeah, right, right. So, you know... It's a long song, right? We could play yeah, it up and under. under. Okay. It's like a f- Scott Farrell show. We could just play What's the music. Play it underneath. Have All you right. never listened to DJs talk over songs? Have you not listened to Jerry Blavitt on the radio, bringing it up and down? Bob Pantano at no. the Adelphia over in Jersey on Saturday, Saturday night, night dance, dance parties. <laughs> Come on, man. 
It's a staple all over the country on Saturday night dance parties everywhere. So you know this uh, this Serbian tennis star, this Djokovic guy, right? He's yeah. pretty good. Novak Djokovic. Yeah, he's, he's not bad. He's pretty good. Not Mila Djokovic, no. the actress. I dig her big time. So he's a Serbian tennis star. So he did a Facebook live chat with all of his Serbian friends around the world. Mm-hmm. And so what are they talking about? Talking about their lives, you know, the tennis players, hockey players, Serbs, NBA players. There's a lot of Serbian athletes sure. out there. So during this, they were talking about this uh, quarantine stuff and what they may have to do to resume playing tennis. Mm-hmm. You know, because Wimbledon's been canceled. Right. No tennis is being played anywhere. And so he was asked about talk, you know, if, if there's a vaccine and you're forced to get a vaccine for you to travel again, mm-hmm. would you do it? And he says, quote, personally, I'm opposed to force vaccinations in order to travel. And so, of course, he says that, and then all of these holier-than-thou people go after him. Oh, my God. This guy's going to endanger ball boys and people all over the world. That's the world we live in now. Guy can't even go on on Facebook with his pals and suggest that he doesn't want to get a vaccine. Mm -hmm. First of all, we're almost two years away from one to begin with. could do whatever he wants, but... That's the world we live in, Harry. Well, there's got to be a therapy first. There are therapies yeah. out there. And I'm going to some tonight after the show. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's my regular Monday night thing. You're not leaving no, the house. No, no. Right. I, have, I haven't come to me. Okay. Anyway, we want to thank everybody for participating today. The great John McMullen, Matt Rule of your Carolina Panthers, all the great callers, Miss Robin, Joe C., Joe Krause, and everybody else. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Dennis Quaid. And who else, Robin? Uh, Vince Papali. Vince Papali. He's a natural. He's invincible. Dan Patrick Radio on Sirius XM is available on your connected devices. Listen at home anytime you want with Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, or however you stream in the house. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. I thought I was being faded out when I was missed the target by three seconds. I'm sorry. Okay. Actually, um, I'm going to. Oh, I can still play it. They can. St- I can. If I pull mine up, it'll still hear. Okay, never mind. There we go. Okay. This is not it. Yes. No thanks. How did it disappear? That's so weird. To fly a rocket ship, you need to be. Huh? They're playing Christmas right now. What? They're playing Christmas? All the DJs staff is gone. Complete automation. That'll be all radio pretty good. Separate talk radio. Yes. Oh, man, this is so bad. I'm going over on this one. Really? Now it's my fault. Because there was a misunderstanding. So let's stay. So let's stay.
not. Maybe maybe no, not us. Maybe we're seven o'clock and I have no, our no laying up podcast oh. every Monday night oh, okay. for an hour. No, I, I mean last Monday they played us at seven. Right. Yeah. For now it's six to seven and then they'll play us. They'll play us tonight. Yeah. 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 Are you guys off the Twitch stream? Yep. Yes. Okay, okay yeah. good job. Yes. Okay, okay good job.